0: Oh, hello, listeners, and welcome to Better Than Mario Brothers, where each episode we delve deep into cinema sewer. I am Christmas Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partners in podcasting, Mary Mark Williams and Holly Jolly Helen McIntyre. All right. It is the season of peace on earth and goodwill to all men, so... I figure we'll extend some goodwill and, and look at a film that otherwise um, we would we would heinously dump on. We're still going to heinously dump on it, but I think maybe we're we'll all being in a slightly better mood, at least, because it's Christmas. Um, we're looking back at 2019's just... I don't know what to call it. I, I can't call it a film. I, I, Cinematic I don't... abortion?
1: Was, it was uh, like one of those pathetic, like harbingers of COVID.
0: Yeah, like... It's a karate Christmas miracle. Um, the
2: miracle being we all fucking stayed awake till the end of it.
0: I I don't know what I'm gonna say about this film, honestly. <laughs> uh, right, one thing I do want to do. Right, disclaimer. Before we dive in, it's been a long time. I think since I've had to quantify anything that we've had to say on this podcast with this with this sort of statement up front. But I I think I think we do have to qualify this. I think we look making films is hard. All right, yes. it's yeah. really. Fucking hard and anyone that manages to get a feature especially complete and distributed and get it out there in the wild to a point where we can access it and watch it deserves all the praise in the world and a huge pat on the back that being said everyone involved with this project should never be allowed anywhere near a camera ever again Right. That, so I, I just, I just want that disclaimer yeah. up front, right? I will give them all the credit in the world for making this yeah. thing, like because it's, it's fucking hard. So, so hats off to them. They got it done. It's in the can. It's readily available, like all right, on YouTube, mind you, and and Plex or whatever. But it's, it's out there and you can watch it. So hats off to them for that that is probably the one and only good thing i'm gonna say about this film so you know sometimes especially when we do lower budget stuff we do occasionally have people connected to the film listening in as well if that's you you probably want to go away now um, <laughs> because
2: <laughs> yeah this may not be a show for you yeah.
0: yeah jesus i'm gonna make no apologies from here on out i'm sorry no, no, i think you should make barrels. an apology uh, yeah, well, I sh- I- I've i already apologized to you two. This was one of my picks. We needed something for Christmas this year. It, look, the problem is all the, I don't want to say good Christmas movies, but all of the interesting Christmas movies, and there are some doozies, right, for, for the type of content we need for this show. There are some absolutely amazing sounding Christmas movies out there. Unfortunately, hardly any of them are available in our territory. So still another year's gone by where you know raccoons 2 christmas raccoons dark christmas in the dark whatever it was called they're like 20 titles that it has as that, that was more, more. It, like... it's, it's killer raccoons 2 dark christmas in the dark isn't it i'm having That's a day what... listeners I'm, I'm operating on probably about 18 hours sleep in the last week so just bear with me i'm tripping over my words everywhere but yeah killer raccoons 2 dark christmas in the dark Right. Can't get that still. And just like last year, the rally call is going out. If anyone knows how we in the UK can get hold of a copy of Killer Coons 2, Dark Christmas in the Dark. By the way, I am going to beat last year's record for the amount of times I can say that in one podcast. Say Please well. do let us know. We also looked at Santa Jaws. Can't find that in the UK anyway. So I was like, right, we we've got to find something that's like as ridiculous and as cheesy as those. And I stumbled via a Google search for, for bad Christmas movies. And look, if you Google bad Christmas movies, like see Netflix's entire catalog at this time yep. of year, or I see Amazon's, there's millions of them out there. But one in particular stood out, and it was a karate Christmas miracle. I read the the brief synopsis that that I found on the internet as well, and it sounded fucking amazing. So, I elevator pitched it to these guys in like five seconds flat, and everybody was like, "Yes, we're in we'll watch that um the problem is this is not the film that was advertised at no. no i I think calling it a film is a stretch um it's a
1: it's not the film in the trailer either no because i was i watched the trailer and I was expecting like mobsters and like witness protection
0: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and and karate um mm-hmm. You know, there's none. And, and you know, maybe a, a hefty spattering of Christmas as well, which there isn't really much of that either. No. Um, it's... Oh, my God. Like, I, I don't know. Let I guess let's dive in. I've got pages and pages and pages of notes. They make no sense whatsoever. I'll be honest, well, they, they get... I mean, by the end, by my sixth page, it looks like the scrawlings of a madman. It looks like something you'd see written on a wall of a padded cell somewhere i mean i think
2: for a film called the karate christmas miracle
0: yeah i i think i'm you know probably another page away from just filling the book with red rum um it's, <laughs> it's I, we'll we'll see i might not be able to make i I watched this about four days ago so i may not be able to even make any sense of these anymore um but we'll I mean,
1: try i watched it last night and i don't know if i can make sense of what i saw. <laughs> so. i
2: finished it an hour ago and i still don't know what the fuck is going on
0: uh, yeah i i don't know what it is so i'll Look, I've, I've tried to make narrative notes, as I usually do. Um, There, there just is no fucking narrative. So I, I don't know how I'm going to talk us through this. I, I guess I'll just go through the notes, and hopefully there's some interesting discussion points that we can jump off on. And if you guys have got anything as well, dive in. But I, I don't know how we can have an organized discussion about this. So strap yourselves in, <laughs> listeners, and get plenty of eggnog <laughs> or Baileys or whatever. We'll something. Whatever your tipple is going to be. And one more disclaimer – generally we encourage you all to play along at home um like this one i'm gonna say just like that pussy like if you want to play along at home you watch this at your own risk consider yourself warned all right i do not advise any of you go out and waste 80 odd minutes and change of your time on this fucking garbage so you're warned all right consider yourself warned um okay let's dive in then so Alarm bells rang straight away, I'll be honest, because the, it, this opens with probably the most poorly executed tracking shot I have ever seen in cinema. It's, it's absolutely appalling. I, I just don't know. It, it feels like somebody playing with a camera. It feels like somebody yeah. getting hold yeah. of a fucking jib or something for the first there's time.
2: There's a lot of that. There's, um, there's a crane movement later on as well where it goes up the tree and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, we've got, we've got a fucking lever. We, we can actually move up and down. And then at some some point during pressure, somebody's got a drone. Yeah. Oh fucking hell. That's like a game changer.
0: Yeah. They, they it just throw they throw everything at the wall, don't they? But but they yeah. don't know how to do it. So the the initial, you've got like a, a pan and a track, and it's all horrible. It's very poorly planned out. It's awfully lit. Everything's going in and out of focus. Um and so it, it it's essentially the, the sitcom opening fucking pan right you, you get you get yeah. the establishing shot at the front of the house and then we're going to cut inside the house so we do cut in to just a horribly horribly lit beige interior with no life in it whatsoever no. it, it i i remember right i remember being my b.a And being told, because I I remember shooting some short films in what was then my bedroom, right? And being told that it looked too lived in and it was noisy, right? Because I had like DVDs on the walls behind me and there were posters up and stuff. Never even occurred to me, right? So from there on out, the rest of the projects I did for that BA, I would always strip my walls back, right? And Mm. shoot in what was essentially a bare room. Looking back on all of that work now, the stuff that was noisy looks way better than the stuff that was bare, right? Because it Mm. looked lived in. And that was some of the worst advice i've ever been given and it feels like these guys got told that because they have yeah. just stripped everything back and then they haven't got a set dresser in or anything to put anything back in you've just got like magnolia walls and like yeah. horrible boring furniture and a just disgusting couch and it's it, it, it's literally like they've shot this in in probably the director's living room or whoever's mm. right but they've got yeah. hold of their own house and they've stripped everything out and not put life back into it Do you know yeah. what I mean? they've taken all the photos mm-hmm. away they've taken everything well, I,
2: think, I think there are three framed pictures on there um on the on the side at one point and she takes one of them to the office so that house must be really fucking miserable after that yeah
0: yeah it, it looks fucking terrible and then because <coughs> there's nothing in there other than these horrible walls You just can't, you you cannot light this room. It it, it is impossible because it's bare. So light's going to be bouncing off every single fucking surface. It's horrible. It looks absolutely terrible. The one thing I will say is at least it's flat. I think it would be worse if they'd gone the other way and they did bounce things everywhere and we had fucking all sorts of horrendously overexposed fucking bits because they've got reflectors going on and like at at least it's flat so it's even if nothing else it just looks beige and horrible and boring um (laughs)
1: sad beige christmas for sad (laughs) beige children yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: And then as if all that wasn't bad enough and I wasn't already thinking, oh, fuck me, this is dire. They actually use the zoom on the camera like they they, what are we watching home movies now? What what are we doing here? And I'm not talking about like a crash zoom. This isn't stylistic. No, no, no. They use it to save cutting in the frame. They zoom slowly in just like your dad would do with a Hi8 camcorder. Like, I was half expecting them to zoom back out immediately again, just because, like, they've just found the zoom button on the camera. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's fucking terrible. Um, And then we open with this scene between mother and son and we get what passes for exposition, which I'm pretty sure I've probably missed some very important exposition in this scene, right? Because I was so busy pulling it apart technically so early on. That when we get about ten, fifteen minutes in later on, I was very, very confused as to what's going on. And I, I think I probably did miss some exposition. Do they do they state no. what has happened to the dad here at all does it no, state whether no, he's dead no, or no, missing no no,
1: no. So he's, he, right so, so i didn't
0: miss it then because later no, on yeah. i'm like hang on isn't he supposed to be dead why are they searching for him he's fucking dead yes
2: exactly you didn't miss anything
0: they just right. didn't yeah. have it there okay because yeah. i i just assumed i'd given them the benefit of the doubt there and i thought actually i've probably missed that because i was too busy pulling it apart so they didn't nope. specify because it no. definitely because for the first ten minutes or so, I was definitely thinking like his dad's been gunned down. That that's kind yeah, of- he's
2: in- in- involved in some sort of mass shooting.
0: Because the mother even says like when when the kid's going on about dad coming back, and she's she sits down, she's like, look, we've yeah. been through this. Dad's yeah, not, not coming back. Coming back. Like, yeah. and it's all yeah. there in the subtext. And I I do want to say if there's one redeeming feature at all about this film, and there there aren't really, but the the one thing that you could at least say is okay. I wouldn't say good, but okay. Um, the kid aside is the performances. I think actually, for what they've got, most of the time they're okay- there are some absolute howling moments in there where the performances are terrible, but most of the time, I think they're okay. Um, and certainly the mother grows on me a lot as the film goes on yeah like a humor no I, I think i think she does have some decency she has some absolutely appalling ones as well she has i mean she's she's got nothing to work with no, no that's exactly true. that's the problem and I, and I think for what she's got both her and the psychic i think actually do they do okay working with what i
1: they've got. i like i like the psychic lawyer
0: yeah i like her as a character yeah. and i think the performance yeah. is good as well um she's also the only character that has anything even resembling a complete story arc as well hmm. um yeah. so you know there's that um i mean to be fair eric roberts is really good as well i just don't know what the fuck he's supposed to be doing and i don't think he does either
2: no i mean is he working for food at
0: this point i mean he's still I mean, it's doing relatively well isn't he if you look at, if you actually look at what he's done we'll we'll talk about it when he, when he shows up in a few minutes time if you actually look at what he's done he's probably done an hours worth of work and he sat in a chair like he's, he probably that was probably done in his own fucking house Yeah, you look but at it i'd imagine it was is done popping up in this because money, like, why you know how this works. I mean, we've, we've fucking done it ourselves, not with anybody of Eric Roberts' level. But we've had, you know, local celebrities at least show up for a day on set because they're not working. So why not? Like, if you're cheeky enough, fuck, Uwe ball, makes an entire career out of this shit. They're not working. True. You can give them a payday. Probably the same thing with Martin Cove as well. Like, he's probably in between seasons of Cobra Kai and they're like, do you want to shoot this? And yeah, why not? It's probably like 10 minutes worth of work. I get to grow a bit of facial hair. Yeah, cool. I'll do it. Like, both of them are great. I just don't know why they're in the fucking thing. No. <laughs>
1: they're also not in the film that's advertised. No, they're yeah. absolutely Well, nobody not. is. That's the problem. No. Yeah,
0: Jesus Christ. So, anyway, getting back to what where we are in the... Story, and I'm air quoting listeners because I'm aware this is a, an auditory medium. I am air quoting here. Um, we have this discussion about how the dad's not coming back. She goes and has it, you know, they go over and have a long, meaningful look at the photograph of the dad. We'll talk about that in a bit. I'll, I'll park that. I've got something to say about the dad as well, but we'll park that because I want to try and move through the story a little bit. But the, the, that the dad really fucking annoyed me, so we'll talk about that in a bit as well. Um And then the kid drops the bomb that, (coughs) excuse me, he's somehow got it in his head that if he can gain his black belt by Christmas, his dad is coming back that's our well at least that's what i thought was our plot and that's certainly the plot that's advertised right Mm -hmm. so it's it's a ridiculous concept but i'm willing to go with that is what brought me to the dance here i'm I'm thinking that's a christmas movie
2: you expect something like that
0: yeah but you know it has to have some sort of rationale behind it and i'm thinking so surely by the end it will Mm. right okay you park that and we'll talk about it when we get to the end (laughs) but that's our that's our hook essentially yeah (laughs) <laughs> um and then there's you know there's some early talk then from the mother like being quite dismissive about karate um sowing seeds that will be become really the main through line of the film which is not mentioned anywhere which is that she's kind of just this dismissive business-like mother who's who's married to a career and, and what have you so mm. she's she sows some seeds early by Sort of not shown any interest in karate and, and she, she makes a jab about his sensei and what does what his sensei think about all this and what have you. And she refers to the sensei in the masculine, to which the kid gets a full on close up and a hardcore straight to camera delivery of, well, my sensei is a woman. And it was at this point I was just like, oh, no, like it was all oh, bad I, enough beforehand. But now I, we've I've got, gone before. This <laughs> <time>. We've got <laughs> so dialogue had, this their, quality.
2: When they had their heart to heart in the bedroom and about the fact that dad's not coming home and was, when he, he explains the whole um, he explains everything he's going through have a conversation about um, her cooking or her inability to cook, yeah. and she says, come, um, come down because come down your food is going cold." It was a fucking salad <laughs> At that point, I'm thinking, you know what? you can't even, you can't even get that. One. Why the fuck am I wasting an hour and a half on this shit?"
0: <laughs> I hadn't even noticed. <laughs> I didn't want so that. In,
2: in that really clunky shot in the kitchen where you know, it's it followed it to you know, to pick up the ball and put it back down, it's a salad. It's a green salad. Yeah. And she goes upstairs. There's a whole conversation about the fact that her food is always cold, and and she said, and she no and she makes this whole point of it's not cold. It's, it's it no it's it's ready. It'll go cold if you don't come down. I said, "It's fucking lettuce, you stupid bitch. <laughs>
0: oh, I wish I'd picked up on that. Oh, I really do.
2: I oh. I was shouting at the TV from that point on, and that was about three minutes in.
0: I mean, the thing <laughs> is. But you kind of want to think that's intentional because if it is, it's hilarious, but it absolutely isn't. And and you exactly. know, just by the lack of attention to detail everywhere else in this fucking film. Yeah. Like, so so that's definitely not intentional. It is, you know, the, the whole angle of being a bad cook and stuff, again, is something that's played into this whole... Kind of they liken her to fucking Scrooge later on because she's like married to career and stuff. They they are starting to sow these seeds. I'll be honest though, I wasn't paying real attention to that at this point because I'm thinking I'm essentially getting like a really bad karate kid ripoff. That's that's what I'm expecting. That's what I want here. Yeah. You know, especially like Martin Cove's even in it. So like you're thinking they they know what they're doing, but Eric Roberts for that matter, he's done his fair share of shit action and kung fu films as well. So you think like You know, this is what... We're not getting a fucking family melodrama, but that's, of course, what we end up doing. So they start to sow those seeds here. Uh, But yeah, the delivery of my sensei as a woman is just so on the nose, and it's such a bad fucking line. So just not needed and pointless. Also, sensei isn't a fucking woman, is it? Because whenever they cut away to the karate thing... It's, it's all dudes yeah so what's the fucking point in that anyway
2: yeah yeah because again with that it's like um because the thing is, oh, what's, what's your sense to think about oh, sh- she says i have to go it alone well no because the fuck there's a fucking instructor in there with you yeah you're not going it alone at all no I mean, literally you're it, just saying words without actually thinking what have we just seen like what's still on the screen
0: well it, that's the whole problem with this whole i if i get my black belt by christmas day dad's coming back thing like there's only one way you can play it that it makes sense, and that's like playing it as the delusion of a like ten, eleven year old kid or whatever yeah. he is. But even then, they need to explain that, and they don't. There is yeah. just no context for it whatsoever. It feels like they've come up with this core idea, and then it, and they just park it immediately anyway. Like this, this takes up barely, and I mean the whole arc now of getting the black belt yeah. takes up barely five minutes of screen time. I would say. Yeah. You know? and the
2: prob- I- the problem i had with it with the film in general is that yes you say they start they start seeding this stuff and even start on with um the the babysitter who's just finishing grad school apart from that she's like 45 um but she goes she they start on this thing about you no know, about grief therapy and about you know, how we re- how we're coping and reacting and then they just completely dismiss it. So well okay, what well, was that just to fucking burn minutes onto onto the onto the film because you don't do
0: anything with it, you don't go anywhere with it and it's never mentioned again. I think in general they, this this film is kind of they've taken the approach of more is more, you know, it's the same with all yeah. the technical shit they try out. They they try and overpack the story. And it feels like somewhere along the line, probably from both, it probably started with the writer, but I think the director has to be encouraging it as well, or if not, mm. is being encouraged by it. But there is a genuine belief in film as an art form here, and the cineast and the auteur theory—they like—they really think they're making something special. That is—that mm. is definitely what's going on here. Like again. It reminded me, I've mentioned it once already in, in terms of like my personal connection to this sort of shit. But the all the way through this, whenever we got the, the nonsensical bollocks in the darkened cinema with Eric Roberts yeah. on the screen and then later Martin Cove on the screen. And, and it's, it's like, is it a dream sequence? Is it not a dream sequence? And they've clearly got so much to say, but they're not going to tell you what it is because that's for you to work out. Because what does it mean? It's all in the eye of the beholder. You know, I could make one reading of this film. You could make a complete... They just fuck off, all right? Yeah. I hate that yeah. shit when Lynch does it, and he's a stone-cold fucking genius. Yeah. And I hate it when he does it. And there are very few Lynch films that I actually like. The ones I do, I fucking adore. But there are very few that I like because most of them don't fucking work, yeah? This this, idea... Look, yes, you can have multiple readings of a film, and that's something where when you've got something that's really well put together... That's something that really elevates a film for me and something I absolutely love. But you have to have your core narrative locked down first and then you can build these layers on top, all right? Either that or you have to be, and we talked about this all the way back in episode two, it would be, Mark, because one was Mario. But when we did Rubber... Yeah. If not, you have to plant your flag firmly in the sand immediately like Lynch would do in his in his better works and just go well this isn't a fucking narrative film anyway. This is yeah. fucking visual art. So just get on with it like yeah. This is this is what it is. Like you you're watching an art piece here. That's fine. if that's what you're going to show me, like fine. As long as I know I'm not looking for a story, don't care but this is definitely like these guys think they're fuck. They think they're the shit. They think they're clever. And that's what really winds me up about this. Like that attitude. They, and, and it does. It fucking reeks of that. This film. It, it reeks of like, Oh, well we'll put them in. A, now, First and foremost, in order for this to work at all, we needed a stronger connection. Because why is the kid seeing them on a cinema screen? What, what mm. the fuck is the kid's connection to cinema?
2: Well, so it's, 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 a, it's supposedly a representative. <coughs> it's supposed to be, uh, what I've got from it, from the half a, half a line they kind of threw at it, is that you've got the psychic professor woman. But the kid also has some psychic dream tendency. So he's, he's, trying, he's channeling the father being in the, the movie theater when this shooting happened. So that's why it's there. Because the, the mother says, you, you weren't there. You don't know any of this and then it comes out by him having read up on the case on the case and all the rest of it. So that's they trying again they're trying to connect it back to this nonsense element of the story which
0: we're never fucking told. But that's, because we're never told any of this it doesn't work. Yeah no no that, that's fine you I think I think you slightly misunderstand where I'm coming from like narratively yeah they do try and explain now he does find a box full of cinema of um newspaper clippings talking about mm-hmm. the cinema and the clowns and shit like that. Yeah what i mean is if we're going down this route you know going back to water theory as well where there is choice there is meaning and you could have shot eric roberts absolutely anywhere he could be he could be in any environment because you're mm. making this shit you chose to put him in an empty cinema on a cinema screen right and you chose very specifically even though you shot it very poorly to put him in a dark smoky cinema as well even though you shot it appallingly so it may as well have been someone's fucking garage all right but that choice was, was made why? Why is it a cinema? Why? Right. What does that mean? So, uh, this is where I think you're giving you giving too I much credit. From this,
1: yeah. What I what I took from it when I got over my supreme shock because this is, as I said, this is the point where I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm watching the wrong thing." Like I thought I was watching a story about a Karate Kid like you know wanting to be a black belt by Christmas and to be fair he's got like more than one belt to go so good fucking luck mate like mm. that's not how it works I don't do karate but I know that much <laughs> but like fine whatever maybe he's just amazing at karate despite the fact that every time we see him he's really not and he can't do a push up but like whatever <laughs> um, and then we cut to this bit with like the most jarring transition into it ever oh, like that transition was so all fucking j- Jarring. All of them well, it's completely terrible.
0: unmotivated to start. Yeah, with. stylistically it, makes no sense.
1: And that it's it's not a wipe, it's not a fade, it's this kind of weird twisty. It's like,
0: it's, it's kind of like if
2: they've panned to if if they've um if they tilted up with like a, a bauble like half an inch away from the from the lens, so yeah. you get that distortion on it. Yeah, or yeah. It's just, like they
1: they put every single special effect that they could find yeah, on the transition when they're playing like around it, in the honest. editing program, but. I'm getting sidetracked by how much I was loathing the entire thing. Um, it's in the cinema and I wasn't sure at this point, but this is something that kind of like comes up later on is it's that whole like ripping off Danny from the shining type thing is like the kid's got the shining because that's obviously how he finds the, the lawyer later on, or at least that that's what we're expected to believe. Um, but we're expected to believe slightly more than that um, by the end of the film. Um, and so he's not seeing it as it happened exactly, but he is still seeing the events of what happened in the cinema. But then this is the problem is we don't get what actually yeah. was the events in the we cinema have ever no explained. Idea. No. And the way that it's been set up, like, oh, there was this sole survivor who's a woman who isn't in the film apart from in flashbacks. Um, and the way that she's looking at the screen and the way that the narrative is, it almost implies that he's tapping into her recollection, mm-hmm. but then yeah. it's kind of setting her up to be an accomplice. Yeah,
0: the way that it's yeah, shot and the definitely. way that it's
1: framed, she is an accomplice, like, she's just got this cinema, she's yeah. decided to do this thing. But, but that is not in the text, that is literally to do with how it is edited and how it is put together. But that goes nowhere,
0: and it's also through. And this is don't get me wrong, love the guy, all right. But he plays a very specific role. This is down to the casting of Martin Cove as well. I think he's Mm -hmm. excellent at what he does, all right. But he plays the same character in everything, Mm -hmm. right? And like he's initially like he's set up to be some sort of it seems like sensei or guru within these dream sequences, and he's talking directly Mm -hmm. to. You know, as we see it, the kid, but actually, to his daughter, who's the 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 sole survivor in the cinema. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is, he just can't not be sinister. That he's so villainous because he he is, is, and he's excellent at it. He's superb, but I don't think that's the role he's supposed to be playing. The trouble is, it's a karate film. He's the mentor, so he immediately starts channeling Crease because. (laughs) because why that's why you go to him right (laughs) yeah otherwise you'd have gone to like ralph macchio (laughs) yeah yeah like so it couldn't afford ralph macchio probably not no so that doesn't help either no um so yeah uh, but yeah my next note was about what a fucking disgusting cut it is to eric roberts on the screen Uh. it's it's just horrible like all of a sudden then all the newspaper clippings start coming out and all of a sudden like there's clowns and and a a mass murder in a cinema and i'm just like what the i've just got so many question marks on my page i'm like hold on this is a lot to take in all at once what the fuck is happening like and what how does this relate to anything like yeah. because it, because yeah. if this is how the dad died or went missing, yeah. fine. But then be done with it. That's all because this isn't about what happened to the dad, right? Or at least it shouldn't be. This is about the kid's delusion that if he gets yeah. his black belt black belt by Christmas, then you know the magic space wizard in the sky will grant him his wish and his yeah. fucking dad will come back that's yeah. what this story should be about not what actually happened to the dad oh my and god and, and and if we are going down that route and we are going to start to unpick like the background of the cinema because there's this whole thing like the cinema is almost a character in and of itself but how it's yeah. the town cinema and it's being willed down and it's almost as if like this suggestion that maybe there's some like shady developers coming in or something like that and it's That's a whole nother story. Mm -hmm. And it's not relevant to this one. Mm -hmm. So They mix the scripts up on the first day of shooting. Absolutely. Because, you know, if you want to make that relevant, like I'm sure you can tie that into this story, but not in fucking 80 minutes you can't. And certainly not when you're this bad a writer um hmm. fuck me it's so bad there are 3 credited writers by the way um shut up there are 3 credited writers um
2: what the fuck did they do cuz from well, what I can one, tell certainly for certainly from the professor i got the impression she was improvising most well, of it one yeah.
1: one, you know one was for the <laughs> professor one was for the cinema and one was for everything else yeah
0: no i i think what happens is one person writes it probably has the money to make it right goes to the director the producer whoever they have a look at the script and go Yeah, we'll take your money and make a film, but fuck me. So they have a go at it, yeah? Mm. And then somebody else comes along and reads it and goes, What the fuck? So they have a go at it. And after three passes, they're just like, No, this is broke. Let's just fucking film it anyway. Um, It's the same reason you always have multiple writers. Yeah, whenever you've got more than... Let's say two writers, yeah, credited writers. Anyway, that is generally a red flag. In you know, like yeah, you may have you know a few people behind the scenes do a polish. You may have a bit of feedback from other writers, and you know it's quite often to have you'll see a writing team. That's not unusual, but they'll be credited as a writing team, yeah. yeah. See, for instance, the Duffer Brothers, the Russo Brothers. Yeah, it's, right. They, then you've got yeah. a writing team. It, it it is in essence one voice. Yeah. When you've got like three, four, five writers on a project, it's never a good sign. Ever. It means the script is fucking broke. It's as simple as that. Um, and this script. However, oh, the worrying thing is, the after, after
2: three people have had it, it still is fucking bad.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know much about the production of it because I can't be fucking bothered to read into it. From being Nothing, big, to be honest, very
2: little written about it anyway.
0: What I what do know, what I do know, is our our main writer, our main credited writer. Is also the dad. Yeah. Um,
1: fucking knew it. Fucking knew it.
0: So which, which? Oh,
2: I guess better the, the the kid is his kid.
1: Yeah,
0: I bet he is.
2: So you know that. And I, th- I think that I, th- I think the, is I think his
0: missus was involved somewhere as well. Well, it's certainly mm. not the lead actress because yeah, let's talk about this now. Then, look, I'm I'm not the world's best looking dude. I'll give you that, right? But fucking hell, you need to cast type for type here. Like he is yeah. punching so far out of his league, it's not Isn't even it fucking funny. Sport? like come on really not only does she look way more attractive than him not only is she in way better shape not only is she about 10 years younger than him she's also a very successful high-flying businesswoman what the fuck fuck I, I, but then he's some sort of constitutional lawyer isn't he I, well yeah but there's also then like even if i was gonna let all of that go because it's a low budget production so you you know and, and he's available anybody, so yeah. you do what you write and he hasn't really got that many lines so it's fine they then start to write it in the story that you know she actually knows fuck all about him and they're totally different people and incompatible because he's it's like this fucking saint Basically, yeah. Feeds, yeah, works in soup kitchens and does loads of charity work and like probably fucking kill lepers on weekends. Right. All of this stuff that she has no idea about. She's so like this. This relationship is broke. She can mm. clearly do way better. He can clearly do way better. They don't work together. So mm. what the fuck? This makes no sense to me at all. None. Yeah. And it really bugged me all the way through the film. Because like, I think, I think that makes the dynamic wrong, particularly on her part, because she's so like, like, especially when she really dives into it with a psychic, she's so like, I need to know what happened. I need to get him back as, as though he's like the love of her life or something. Whereas the more we pick at that thread, the more we find out, well, he's probably fucking not because they've got next to nothing in common. And it doesn't sound like they had a particularly fulfilling relationship. They just happened to have a kid together. It sounds more like, you know, we're staying together for the kids. Yeah, because, I mean, the whole way she
2: sells it is that, you no, know, he's like the fucking centre of her world and she's lost and all the rest of it. Yeah. Like, where the fuck does that come from? Because exactly. she's married to her job. Doesn't make... Doesn't like the kid. Doesn't make not- the kid's are twat, so I wouldn't like him either. But, you know, it's like, it's almost like, well, I'm I'm here. I'm kind of... I know I'm stuck here, so I might as well just get on with it. So, oh, fuck it. Yeah, I might as well go find him.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make it, any <sighs> sense to me. And it really bugged me all the way through then. Because, again, I think actually in the hands of a more competent writer and a more competent director as well because both of them are equally at fault here because yeah. you could pull this out of the material you've got even if you wanted it with 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 a competent director giving you know decent notes to the to yeah. our lead performer I think the way you play this is instead of wanting him back because the kid wants him back and because he's, you know, he's the love of your life and stuff. It's more like I didn't really fucking know him. It, it's more mm. about like, what have I missed? That's that's yeah. where this needs to go. I was wrong. What And, and they, they start to hint at that towards the end, but they never really pull at that thread. Like she no. could be so full of self-loathing because she's such a cunt compared to him. And he's the one that's dead. Like, she yeah. needs proper, full-on survivor's guilt here of, like, yeah. I didn't go to the cinema with him that night because I was working, or, or better still, I was supposed to take the kid to the cinema that night, but I stayed late at work, so he did but,
1: it. But wasn't the reason why he was at the cinema anyway? The kid wasn't there. He was at the cinema because he was doing some sort of lawyer... Yeah, he was gun, giving a gun, control. Control. gun rights. So yeah. it was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was... It wasn't like it was a, this is a social event where I am foregoing my family. It was, this is the father once again, like, benefiting the entire community. Yeah, And, like, this is the thing, is it's not that I'm disagreeing with the fact that the the mother's a bad character, because she is. But also, I feel like, and this is just something that might be my gender speaking, and I apologise if it is, but you do get this whole thing where like successful women are villainized and successful men are held. Because the thing is, is if he's a lawyer mm-hmm. and he's doing all these self-defense classes and he's also doing his black belt in karate and he's also doing all this drive at the soup kitchen, when the fuck is he home? Well, this is the thing. I mean... And and she's been, she's, it's like, Oh, you're horrific because you've got a career that you're doing, which looks like it's a work from home career to be fair. So she is there to like watch the kids but, oh, aren't you horrific because you're not devoting all of your time? And it's like, well, hang on a second, because if they're both similar things, then...
0: Yeah, but he's... Yeah, he's all of a sudden the white knight. And it... Yeah. Just it bugs me a bit. It, yeah, you're right. And and I think it's worse because they... And they do this a lot with a lot of, of different themes throughout the film. But it's worse because they, they almost try and absorb them. It's like things like the line early on. It's almost like they're trying to absorb themselves with this shit. Like, ah, but my sensei is a woman. You know, it's like, yeah. it's the classic. And it's like, oh yeah, but I've got loads of gay mates. You know, it's, yeah. it's that. Yeah. It? I'm not hopeful, yeah. but I got loads. I know loads of gay yeah. people.
1: I'm not saying a woman's yeah. place is in the kitchen, learning how to cook something other than a salad. No, because
0: because the sensei is a woman. So it's fine. Yeah. Um,
1: Despite the fact it's not. Yeah.
0: I, th- I think that's valid, Helen. And, and especially since, you know, they go to such lengths. To villainize her at times when like it's really easy to do because let's be fair, she works in marketing. Moving on. <laughs> Special one there for one of our listeners. Um yep. so...
1: <laughs> She designs the ad campaigns just yes. to further like yeah, yeah. twist that knife. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay, so we find out after the fact that the kid's in some sort of prophetic nightmare. Um, which again could have worked if it had been signposted earlier. Which, which we just yeah. kind of say. it was. It was all about the way we transitioned into that. But okay, we we get back out of it, and then we're introduced to the psychic who's now teaching a class, um, in in the most inappropriate manner possible. <coughs> um, I, and then this, oh my God, there's this line, and I I'm I'm having a hard time whether they. I don't know if they're being serious or not. It is the problem. I don't know if they're being serious or whether they're trying to make a point. But she says, critters, that ain't one of them forbidden words or something, is it? Yeah, hang on. What what are we getting at here? Is, is that just meaningless drivel that you've put into the script? Or are you trying to make a point? And if you're trying to make a point then you know you it, haven't made it well not only if i've made it but are you are you trying to lampoon the right or are you placing yourself on the right because you yeah. don't make it clear here is is this satire or not what what is this what why does this line exist because it doesn't fit her character at all so yeah. i don't really understand what we're doing here um yeah, so that fucking weird. annoyed me as well. Um, so, so I didn't get off on the best start with this character. I grew to love her as this film went on. She's probably the yeah. best thing in the whole fucking film, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so agreed. Out, to be fair, is it? it? No, but but initially I was just like, what the, what the hell? Um, it, it's just such a horrible line. And it's so, I don't even think they understand like what they're trying to say with it um but like i lost interest very quickly as well in this whole scene and and this is where i started to notice that this is what the third or fourth scene of the film and so far literally everything has been scored and it's been yeah. scored like the the music is way up in the mix way yes. way mm-hmm. up to the point of being massively intrusive yeah and let's be honest it's because they didn't do a wild track in it let's be honest yeah, it's it because the audio yeah. is so fucking bad and it's probably unfixable so they're just like, oh, we'll chuck a load of music on it. But it's so intrusive. It's yeah. so, so intrusive and annoying. Um, and it's not I even good it actually, music. I think it's
2: worse later on as well. There's an example quite late on where it's so overpowering. You can't
0: actually hear what they're saying. Yeah, it's really, really fucking bad. Um, and then the kid shows up, right? Because he's had his dream, so he decides oh, yeah. to go and see this psychic. Now, why the fuck? This is a, this is a college, right? A place of higher education, full of almost adults who, in their right fucking mind, lets like a ten-year-old kid in a gi just wander into a lecture. How does but he you... get all the way through the college into
1: the could lecture? Could be some, some sort
2: of fucking, fucking prodigy, gi. though. Like, could be some sort oh. of prodigy. He's come from some. He's come from some activity, and he's late for class. It's America. Yeah, could...
1: Yeah, because he takes after
0: his dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or or is it that he's not actually there and he's like astrally projecting himself to the psychic and she's seeing this version because she they both know who the other one is. Like you say, is it supposed to be that he's got the shining? I don't know. It's not explained. Um but all no. I could think is like, surely to fuck, if some random kid in a gi showed up in the middle of a lecture, you'd be like, The fuck is well, the fucking karate kid doing in my lecture? Fuck yeah. off LaRusso.
1: Like what yeah. the hell? Um yeah. yeah, really. And then confidently starts like contradicting everybody in the room.
0: Yeah, <laughs> answering very complex <laughs> that, legal questions. That, well, just because his dad's a lawyer though, right? So presumably he's just inherited like all the lawyer knowledge. You know, yeah. it's just it's like the quickening in Highlander. Yeah, it just gets yeah. passed down through generations because his dad knows about fucking law, he knows about law. Um but then the mother shows up to, to see the teacher for yeah. no apparent reason, other than like the kid's there, so she's got to go and get him. Um, oh, yeah but she just instantly acts suspicious around her why like we don't even know the teacher's a psychic at this point but the mother just shows well, no. up and, and she's like Who the fuck are you well and it's like she, she's a teacher like she's trustworthy she's a fucking teacher why are you being such a cunt <laughs> it's, like
1: to be yeah. fair she does then say i recognize you because you were the psychic that i saw at a fair hmm. she... and to be fair if yeah. you meet a psychic at a fair and then you walk in and you're like, psychics don't generally tend to teach law classes in a college and so I I question your qualifications. Like I I would potentially if I met somebody that was like blowing up helium balloons at yeah, a fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess from that from that standpoint, mm. you you can mm. see why she's suspicious. But then, like yeah. they kind of instantly just dive into the shit about her husband, and and she starts yeah. to to act all shirty with the psychic as if like I don't need him. It. Like, Hang on, she didn't offer you a fucking help. Like why mm. why are you being but so? But she's aggressive? got lucky
2: for us, has not she? Because yeah. yeah. the, the kid has yeah. the kid has turned up. But then she it's the, the, you get the impression it's like she's she knows exactly who she is. She knows exactly why she's there. So it's almost as if she's. I don't know you get the impression she's trying to I I don't know if she's scoring scoring some points off or something that no yeah. I, no I know even if you're your psychic, I know something you don't, which is I've met you before. And it's just like, if you're going for something, go for it. But everything just seems so forced, but then they don't follow through with this. You get you they take you right up to that point, then they pull back and then cut to the next scene and it never happened because everybody's fucking best mates again. It's just really fucking frustrating because they have they don't even finish the scenes they've got.
0: Yeah, yeah, it it it, it it's just like a, a constant prick tease in it. This film, you, yeah. they're just constantly giving you just the tip every time. They're just like, here's an idea, here's an idea. No, no, you're not getting that. no. Uh no um i mean i guess depending Mm. on your preferences it's either really good or really bad but it's a constant prick tease Um, i mean i
1: wouldn't even go so far to say it's just the tip i'd say it's more a case of you see a bulge in the pair of trousers and it turns out to be socks
2: (laughs) yeah was it not supposed to be socks (laughs) fuck Uh,
0: so
1: she's a psychic
0: right she's a psychic she said obviously we we find it but yeah They instantly follow that up and and, demean her immediately because if she's a psychic, she's a fucking shit one because the very next line after we find out she's a psychic is, I don't know how you found me. (laughs) You're a fucking psychic. (laughs) Use your intuition. Surely you knew she was coming, let alone not knowing how she found you. Jesus Christ. Um, and then we get we get another kind of, they, they start to peel this backstory back a little bit now. So we find out now that the dad was killed in an alley, alleyway behind this fucking theater. Um, and, and I've just written, fuck me, he's Batman. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> The kid is Batman because the dad's been killed in Crime Alley and now he's yep. dedicating his life. To becoming a yeah. black like and before Christmas, so he needs to be yeah. like a ch- he's not just going to be any black belt. He's going to be like a black belt within like six weeks. Like this kid Those is Batman. Five days. Five days. Five days. Because that's how it works. Like this kid is Batman. Like honestly, this writer has just fucking watched Batman Begins or something and gone. Yeah. I could do that, Please. but let's set it a Christmas. Why not? Um, what the fuck? Seriously. Um, and then. Right, so then they like go and have a. We, I think this is where we get the um, babysitter into it. all. for some yeah. inexplicable reason, now the mother decides she needs a babysitter. She hasn't needed one all along, but now yeah, she
2: hasn't been to fucking work yet. Apparently, apart she's a workaholic and she's always at work. Yeah. She can't look after a kid. We haven't seen her at work. I'm what twenty minutes in at
0: this point. Yeah, something like that. Um, so
2: all of a sudden, so, oh yeah, now I the the babysitter we used to have before she went to before she went to college, and now she's graduating from with her postgrad. So that's at least in America, that's at least five years. But, okay, fine. But as I said earlier, she's about fucking
0: 45. She's older than the lead actress. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So, By quite some way. So they, they have a bit of a fucking heart-to-heart as well. Like, they, she this babysitter who's being interviewed for a fucking job starts dropping some real fucking psych bombs on her. Uh, but it's all done in the most horrific two-shot. Like, oh, just God, the most yeah. boring flat horrible looking like what the fuck I think the
2: only thing that was worse than that in terms of the of of the um the photography was later on there's a scene with the psychic and um and the mother, and they just they've got this this very Very static two shot of the two, and then they cut about thirty degrees to to a a god awful angle on the side of the psychic, and every time one of them speaks, they flip back and forth between these two shots.
0: Yeah. So what the fuck are you actually doing? It's it's, again, it's like somebody's just like it. It reeks of student film, and I don't think it is right. I don't think it is a student Mm. film at all. But it no. reeks of that, like okay, I've read a textbook, and this is how you block a scene. We have a master yeah. shot, we have a two shot, we have two mids, and then if there's something important, we'll have a close up. Except they've then gone, ah, fuck that. We just get away with two shot in it because that captures everything because it's sort of a mid and it's sort of a long because they're both yeah. in it. And if you know if we do need a bit of extra detail, then we can always just go in really close, and so we won't worry about the line of action. We'll just fucking hmm. cut in frame and go. It's terrible. Like, yeah. nobody's yeah. thought about blocking this. Nobody's thought about what we actually want this scene to say. Nobody's... And again, this this comes back to this whole thing about making a choice and, oh, we'll set in the cinema where it's dark because it looks cool and we can get Eric Roberts for a day if we do that because he hasn't got to leave his fucking bedroom and he's probably in his pants from the waist down. And all of this shit, right? As
2: opposed to waist up.
0: Yeah, sorry. Waist up. Told you. 18 hours sleep, right? So... <laughs> All of this shit. And then, like, the important stuff, you know, the really important stuff, like the actual language of cinema. You know, what are we trying to convey in this scene? How do we need to frame this? What are we going (coughs) to put in our frame? What is important to the story here? And what do I need to tell you? Where do I need to direct your eye? And what do these people need to say? Ah, it's not important. Just fucking turn the camera on in it. let them say the words. Fucking fine. Well, this,
2: is, this, is, but that's the other part of the problem. Is that turn the camera on, let them say the words. Except the words don't fucking say
0: anything. No, they don't. It's fucking awful. It's this is this is easily the worst written film I have ever encountered. On yeah. on I mean, every level, like the yeah. the the plot is terrible. It's not about anything. It doesn't attempt to be about anything. Hmm. And the actual words on the page, the dialogue, all of it is just appalling. Yeah. Absolutely appalling um it's
2: like... and i do get the impression in certain scenes with the psychic that actually she hasn't got a script she's got bullet points and they've gone ramble
0: i mean that would be hit, better hit those beats that that's probably if, if that is the case that's probably why she's the best thing in the film
2: probably because... yeah i can't remember what scene but there's one scene where she makes the same point about three times yeah and it's just you know when you have an argument with someone who's drunk and they just latch on to these keywords and they keep going back and back and back or listen listen to fucking donald trump being interviewed it's like that. It's like we don't really understand what we're doing, but we keep on using these sound bites. And at some point, it's going to kick in. It's going to, you no, know, somebody's going to take notice of it. Yeah. And that's all it is all the time. And I think you're probably right. That's probably the reason why she's the most entertaining thing in it, because she's not trying to remember some really bullshit lines. Yeah,
0: probably. Um, so, yeah, it's fucking awful. Like, really, really bad. So, we get a horrible two shot. And <laughs> when you think it can't get any worse, it does. Because then we get our first karate scene. And I'm jesus christ it might be the second actually and i've blocked the first one from my memory but i comment about it here maybe i cut down the first, slack so the first on the one first is first where one.
2: they have the conversation about the sensei being of course it is
0: so i gave him i gave him some slack on the first one um but this is the second time we've seen a karate scene now and again it's all shot in a fucking long shot and the yeah And the kid's fucking awful. He can't do any of the moves. He can't do anything. The kids are clearly... It's like a playground fight. It's like when you're playing karate. Like, nobody's choreographed it. Nobody's made it. And, like, look, if you haven't got any money and you can't afford a choreographer, fine. But make a fucking effort or don't have the karate scenes. Yeah. It's simple as that. And don't be making a film about karate if you don't know how to do karate or at least have a choreographer that knows how to do karate.
2: But if you can't afford a choreographer, go on fucking YouTube, get some karate matches up. They'll show, you will know, see how to do it from there. Even at, at this point, he's still relatively inexperienced. He's still quite low down in the gradient structure. He doesn't have to be good. He just has to move fluidly. So you can get away with it. This is what this is what it should look like roughly. Kind of mimic that as best you can. Do some of the moves and you'll be alright. We'll get away with it. Because we're we'll be far enough away anyway it's fine.
0: And they haven't even bothered to do that. I don't and and it doesn't even have to be as complex as that, right? All you do is just shoot everything really fucking tight. So you can't like there's ways around this and there are stylistic ways around this. You know, look at look at the fights in some of the other I don't want to say shit because I'm about to mention some good films, but some of the other stuff we watch, you look at things like Velocipasta, for instance. Hmm. You know, where it's like we, we understand what we're doing here and we don't have the budget. So when they've got those massive fucking big scale fights It's just like, well, whenever somebody needs to be punched or whatever, we'll go in close. It's fine. And and the choreography in that is actually really good. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they know how to work that camera. And they know how to work with the budget they've got. You just cut in close. Hmm. Simple, you know? Oh, my God, it's so boring. Like, for a film called A Karate Christmas Miracle, I think the one thing you have to have is some decent fucking karate surely well, well
2: there there are three fundamental things miss, missing from this film there's karate there's christmas and there's a miracle yeah cuz he don't fucking have well, any no, of there
0: it. is a miracle there is a miracle there is and it has to be a miracle well oh.
2: he went out for a cigarette and he forgot his wallet because it's it the only
0: fucking explanation but we'll get to it when we fucking get to it um but yeah it, it, they're just terrible they're just these fucking static high angle long shots yeah, of two kids basically fucking pushing wrestling. each other around. Yeah, they are wrestling. You're right. Yeah. It, it looks more like fucking wrestling than it does karate because neither of them have got a fucking clue what they're doing. Um, It's terrible. So then the mother ends up at a um, restaurant that's, a, that's just about to act as a kind of pop-up homeless shelter. They do like a soup kitchen thing yep. every like Wednesday or something, I think they say. And, and the dad uh, used to go and do it. So this is where we start to find out about what a yeah. saint he was. Oh, there's so much wrong in this scene. I don't know where to start. Um, first and foremost, um, the two homeless, and I am using air quotes again, or down on their luck. Maybe they're not homeless, just hard up, yeah. down on their luck people that come for Best food. dressed fucking hobos I've ever exactly seen. Exactly what I've written, Mark. For a couple of fucking hobos, these girls are incredibly well dressed and made Very up. Very well made up as well. Yeah, yeah. Nice straight, smooth hair. Yeah, nice totally. Like, they do not look like they can't afford a meal, do they? Let's be honest. No. So, again, some basic attention to detail here, guys. I fully accept that these are probably, like, wives, girlfriends, sisters, friends, yeah. whatever, and they're not being paid. But at the very least, you need to scuff them up. You can't have yeah. them showing up, like, a million dollars. Like, they need yeah, scraggy, absolutely. greasy hair, ripped clothes, dirty faces. They're supposed to be fucking sleeping rough. Yeah. Awful. Absolutely awful. And and, and then <laughs> there's the whole Jay discussion. And again, it just feels like they've had this idea and they think it might be funny, but they don't know what they're trying to say. Are yeah. they trying to make a point about race, or is it meant to be satire and lampoon our whole attitude towards race, or is it just really fucking racist? I can't make my mind up.
2: No, I I struggled with that one for ages. I I just I, I still I don't know where where I've fallen on it because. Originally, initially, I thought, right, okay, they're trying to say something. They're trying, no, they, they're they're trying, they're trying to make a point, and they might. At first, I thought they were going to almost come out with, oh, do all black people look the same. I thought that's where they were going with it. Yeah. And then they went done you no, know, well, Jay's a letter. Do I look like a? Do I look like a letter? Hang on, you've been a twat now. Mm. And then no, Jay's a bird. It can be blue. Do I look blue? I was like, well, yes, i actually wear a blue shirt. You fucking moron. But you know, it was just, it's almost like they they
0: wanted to say something but chickened out. What it is is this this writer decided before casting or anything at its inception he decided this character was black yeah. and he decided this character was samuel l jackson yes, and then it's
2: an angry black man character
0: couldn't get samuel l jackson because they don't have any money and yeah. then realized that actually that's really fucking racist so look sam jackson gets away with that because that's his whole career now that's who he is yeah, as a that's person his that's his shtick right and it isn't because he's black it's because he's sam jackson Right, yes, and that's been misunderstood here <laughs> completely, and they've just gone. Oh, we'll make him an angry black man for no good reason. Hmm. It's horrible. Um, but like I said, I I don't understand what they're trying to. What does this add to anything? Like th- this it, it, film would be better for removing this character entirely because he doesn't need to be there.
2: Well, this is the thing. It just it, again, it just adds a minute to the to the runtime. It doesn't fucking achieve anything. It doesn't do anything, and actually, it's quite. The whole exchange is supposed to... I don't know if it's supposed to you know, make her question who she is. No, you supposed to ask questions about her character and all the rest of it, about you know, the comparison between her and the husband. All it does is burn fucking time. It's boring as shit because you know it's not going on. It's not going to escalate. And you think, well, if they just got to the point of thinking, ah, oh, this will be really funny. We'll just really wind her up. And it's oh, no, I was only joking. He's over there. I don't care. I don't like the character enough to to worry what she's thinking anyway.
0: And this fucking moron,
2: he can go and jump off a fucking bridge.
0: Yeah. I don't care. They can all Just go get and, on with the fucking story. They can all go. What there is of a the story in the bridge. first place. Um, I wish, I wish I jumped off a fucking bridge, but <laughs> to be honest, yeah. probably would have been I less think, painful.
1: I think this was an attempt because obviously this is, this is, this is a family friendly action adventure film. That is, that is what it says. And um, mm-hmm. that's, On the the official film channel.
2: Where's the action and where's the adventure?
1: I mean, I think this was an attempt to be, quote unquote, family friendly. Because, you know, oh, look, we're being progressive because the sensei is a woman and he's not. And look, we're like, we're like poking like things at the fact that. Everyone in this film is white. No, they're not. We've got diversity and we're putting like our little lampshade on top of it so that you can see that, you know, this is something that we're concerned with. And we've got mentions of like, you know, self-defense for women, like empowering these poor little pathetic women to go and do these things. And also... Like we're a big proponent of gun rights. And let's not forget that when this child breaks into the law lecture, his argument is it's absolutely okay to smash somebody over the head with a chair if they've upset your friends. Yeah. So that is But that in American
2: is the, law, that's kind of how it works.
1: Yeah, but it's also it's it's a particular side of American um politics and law that is not necessarily getting the best press right now at the moment. And it's a case of it just it just smacks of someone that's like got some pretty trumpist views um but is pretending that no i'm i'm inclusive
0: yeah. It does, the, the, and this is what I was saying earlier on. You know, with the, with the point about the language, where the critters was one of those yeah. terms. It, yeah, it feels
1: yeah it, that as well.
0: It, it feels yeah. like he is actually extremely right wing, and he's trying to mask his views as satire. Really, and uns- He's 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 almost like he's double bluffing himself.
3: Hmm. Yeah,
0: because he's not intelligent enough to skewer his own views. And so in his attempt to do so and, and to poke fun at himself and kind of mask himself, he's actually outing himself, isn't he? It's it's odd. It's yeah. just so yuck. Yeah, the whole thing is just yuck. Um, so, yeah, that whole J thing, completely unnecessary. And then... We get into but the second half of the scene with with actual J is, is really useful. And, and actual Jay is actually pretty cool. He's he's, he's pretty as a character. Like he's not the performance is not brilliant, but as a character, he's he's one of the most likable in the film, I would say. Yeah, and, the and he actually drives the narrative on a bit. Yeah, and he does. Yeah, he delivers some exposition. He's fine. Um, he's fine. Um, so and, and then we start to get the discussion. Then initially from the kid, we start to yeah. get the discussion about the significance of the different colors. Of karate belts. I had no idea about any of this. And I'll be honest. I actually found it quite interesting. I learned something today. Um, It's about the only value I took away from this film. But where it makes absolutely no sense then. Is where it cuts from the kid over to the psychic and the mum discussing the belts in the car. Which A, how does she know? And B, yeah. why do they give a fuck? What? Well, yeah. When when it cut into that, and it,
2: they were talking about the various, you know, your kids talking talking to the babysitter about the various belts, and that was fine. Again, it was boring as shit because I don't really care about karate, and it was you no, know, it was an interesting way of telling it. So I thought, fine, I'll, I'll let it go. And then it cut halfway through to the psychic professor woman, and I literally just told the screen to fuck off. Yeah, and I had to then apologise because I had a room full of kids. Um, but I literally just, I I literally just told the TV to fuck off because I was like, that's just bu- that's bullshit. There's no fucking reason for it. No, nope, it doesn't mean anything nope. because again, there's no context to it. No,
0: nope. I actually, I was, I was totally confused again at this point. I'm like, where is any of this going? Why are yep. they discussing this? But it's okay because at this point, I felt seen to be honest. Because it, it's it's at this point that Abby actually goes, oh, I'm so confused. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah i've been doing this for the last 45 minutes Why are they with you love yeah. yeah totally get it if you and, and if you if your lead is confused and, yeah. and and that's what you're going for like you want to make us confused actually this is a resounding success well done like i totally empathize with our lead at this point that's the only fucking time yeah because i'm completely confused too Um, But then, you know, how when she's talking to Jay now and talking to the psychic and it starts to come out that Bob is like, he's a black belt in karate. He's a teacher. He's just a humanitarian and all around good guy. And we've talked about it briefly already. But like, how the fuck does she not know this? Like this other life? Like it's absolute nonsense. But like, even if she doesn't know about so the, the deeds he's doing, the
2: fact he's going around fucking helping old ladies and across the street and helping out the soup kitchens and planting trees and donating benches and all this, no, that's fine. If he doesn't know about that, if she doesn't know about the day-to-day stuff, well, where does she think he fucking goes all day? Exactly, right? She's got to think he's banging hookers or something. Well, yeah. Right. And cl- clearly, she's all right with that. But then on top of that, that sort of stuff, you don't do that sort of stuff if you're a complete cunt. That's going to come through in your personality and your character. So she, even if she doesn't know he does these specific things... She's going to know that that's the type of thing he would do.
0: Yeah, yeah this is so, what I'm saying about how poorly matched they are. They don't know each other at all, and they're completely mm-hmm. different people. She doesn't understand yeah. that he's got this in him, which means she doesn't know him no. at all.
2: I don't know. And if she, if he has no, if if this is one something that he does, and it's, it's something that she doesn't really give a fuck about, he just does his stuff and gets on with it, then that's fine they can know they can have the differences they can have different parts of their lives but at least they're aware of each other but she's just
0: fucking oblivious totally oblivious It. they don't work at all and that's considering this is our core narrative really it's not the karate it's the who done it what happened to bob and how yeah. does that affect her? and make her realize how wasted her life has been mm. it's important that 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 work had been put in and and what it really needs is to open before Bob is killed, abducted, goes missing, yeah. whatever it is, because they don't specify it. And that doesn't help either, right? But we need to see the status quo before it's broken. Yeah. We need to see what their life looks like. We need to see their marriage um, and, and understand that either there are problems there already, you know, that are contributed to yeah. largely by her because she's such a cunt. Or, you know, by him because he's too busy, as Helen has just said. There is a reading here where it's like he's actually too busy for his family because he's looking after mm. everyone else. Yeah. There's that as well. People need to sleep. Mm. To fucking yeah, tell me about right. it. Um. <laughs> so there's all of that that, that needs work that, that I think they just assume that we're going to get from this incredibly piss-poor writing. And we can't because the writing is piss-poor um so yeah it's it's a mess and then we get another flashback well i see a flashback i don't know but all of a sudden martin cove shows up out of nowhere i knew he was in the film i was in fact i was wondering when he was going to show up but i didn't realize he was going to be in this flat i I mean i assumed like he's got to be like to do with the karate element of the film i thought he was going to either be the sensei or he would be like some sort of villainous figure in the karate because that's again why you get martin cove right yeah but no, he's the cinema owner in the flashback. So, but as soon as he shows up, I'm just written, okay, brilliant. It's Martin Cove. I bet he did it. I don't even really know what it is, because I'm confused, but I guarantee but he, did he fucking did it. And that's the entire problem with casting him in this role. There right. is too much baggage. Like he he just comes with all of that baggage because he's crease. Yeah. And he'll always be crease. It's like yeah. cap- it's, it's like casting fucking Mr. T, right? He'll always be Mr. T. It's the yeah. same thing. He comes with all of this baggage baked in, so he can't not be the villain. He just can't. Um, so that's problematic. And then the fact that this whole scene introduces so many new elements all of a sudden, because this is where we yeah. get the thing about there being his daughter, and it's, it's almost like she's a... Like so she's she's almost like a second protagonist at this point now. Yeah. She, it's it's like there's yeah. this dual timeline of like these are the events of a year ago and this is why the massacre happened and this is why she couldn't stop it. But they don't explain any of it. I mean, i not fully it it feels so half baked. Um. So so it just feels like he's actually spouting random nonsense at the camera, really. Yeah. And and he does it very well. He delivers all his lines absolutely fine. Just rather sinister, really. Yeah. And the shit line. <laughs> i mean they are shit lines yeah um yeah i I just yeah it it just depressed me so much this film especially at this point because i'm like what a fucking waste what a waste um i oh and then the kid comes out of this flashback and 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 does take some wisdom from what he said so he is acting Mm -hmm. as kind of a sensei figure right just in the dream world and to his daughter who seems to be a cipher for the kid but i don't know why but the kid comes out of this then and goes down to his mother and says i have to remain silent and focus on only one thing getting dad back and then he immediately starts doing sit-ups <laughs>
1: no. oh it do you know it took me a second to realize he was doing sit-ups me i thought too. he was having a fit me
0: too yes because he just drops to the floor and st- and again... Well, no, he's, he's in he's in the bed. The, so the sit-ups are in yeah, the bed. Yeah, but he just drops backwards, is what I mean. He's yeah, so like, he's,
2: yes, he's... Yeah. But then, yeah, the, the bit where he says about being silent, that's, that's down in the living room. Because
0: he starts doing push-ups by the tree. Oh, no, that's later on. Yeah, but it, it's right, here okay. he says he has to remain silent and focus on only one thing. So he's doing push-ups. Oh, I, thought
2: that. I thought the silent bit was later yeah, on. Yeah, no, he does push-ups
0: just by the so tree fun later fun. on. And he also, like, randomly attacks the couch later on as well as part of the worst yes. training montage you've ever seen um, yes. the, the, the horrible beige leather couch just gets absolutely pummeled um, well to be fair that 's not what I do to that couch as well yeah but yeah the, the way setting you just, it on fire the way he just drops back and starts doing those sit ups and again you're like you 're looking at this as as a viewer and i, and I don 't think this is even just us like with some knowledge of of the technicalities of making film and some experience in in making film. I think this has got to be any viewer, right? You got to look at this and go, "Who the fuck let him do that more than once?" And who the fuck decided you'd allow that in the film because it looks yeah. absolutely ludicrous.
2: Like but again, it comes back to what you were saying earlier on about, like right at the beginning, we were talking about the um where where she puts the food on the table and and the no the sort of the the sad dress and all They've gone, right, we've got a really tight space which is going to be his bedroom because it's actually his fucking bedroom and there's no room to do anything else. We can't move anything. The camera's going where it's going. We're going lock, we'll stick around a tripod and lock it off. So we've got really fuck all room to do anything. So rather than think, right, we can try and m- m- we can gimmick the space a little bit. We can do whatever with it. They've gone, nah, fuck it. Just let him get on with what he wants. It'll be fine. Uh, yeah, ridiculous. And
0: then I, I noticed as well in the credits, the kid is the first credited fucking producer. Wow, there you go. There you go. This is basically a fucking home movie, innit? Um yeah. So right, so, so then Abby and the psychic go to the bar because they you know, clearly this is super urgent that they sort this out. They've only got like five days to sort this shit out. So yeah. We may as well go on a fucking bender, right? But it's Christmas, you know. going has got a public Christmas. Or whatever, fine. You know. Except they- it's fucking clearly July or something. Yeah. So they have their fucking discussion in the bar, and then I I just don't understand why they have to rail on Abby so hard for being a spoilt little rich kid. And it's like, yeah. it's exactly like Helen said earlier. It's like they're trying so hard to villainize her whilst yeah. raising the dad up. Is it Bob? The dad is his Bob, Bob, isn't it? Yeah. It, it's so
2: although she calls him John in the take, and then gets called on it I, again, I think that's because they fucked. It. She fucked it up in the delivery. And they went, Oh yeah, it's fine, we'll just you know, we'll we'll make a joke out of it. Yeah.
0: So it's yeah, so so like he they raise him up by knocking her down. It's like well you, why? Yeah. What the fuck does her background have to do with any of this? The fact that again, she comes it's, it's, from it's money has got nothing to do with anything.
2: But they're they putting that in there that she know that she's no she's uh, come, she's from a well off background. Where has that come from?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They how just we, how has that been established? It. They just drop it here. It doesn't follow through with her character at all, right? Because
2: no. or her parents when they when they appear later on either because they don't they don't appear to be moneyed or uh, well. They don't, and,
0: and also this kind of this this workaholic drive to succeed that she's got to be the number one to be rich to bring home the big bucks that doesn't come from being raised with money that comes from being raised with fuck all yeah it makes no sense
2: yeah that's that's your scrap into eat mentality not your uh i've got a silver spoon in my mouth it
0: makes no because yeah yeah, if if she was that if she was the spoiled little princess that's a totally different character and not the character that's being played at all so it, it makes no fucking sense Um, We cut back to Eric Roberts again, because, I don't know, why not? Um,
2: And is it just me, or are the transitions getting worse? Worse, definitely
0: worse. They are.
2: It's just the the static snow at this point, isn't it? Yeah,
0: he is just comically better than everyone else in this film, though, isn't he? Oh, completely. and, And look, Eric Roberts, bless him, is by no means the world's best actor, right? And he's certainly not even the most talented Roberts, is he? But... Fucking hell! Like he is so much better than everyone else in this film.
2: He reminded me of we had this a similar conversation about um Rayleigh otter when we did um, yes. *Name the King*. It reminded me exactly of that. It's that like, I've got fuck all else to do for today. I'll do this because why not? Shits and giggles, and by far the best thing in the film because it's just like I'm fuck. I'm Eric Roberts. I yeah, I'm gonna fucking get on with it. I'm gonna do what I do. And fuck the rest of you. I want not even meet the rest. You want to see the rest of you. I mean, he's, never, he's talk- clearly
0: no. never been on the set. It, it, no, like, I'm going yeah. to talk
2: into this camera in my living room and that'll be it. That's all I'll do yeah. for,
0: what, 20 minutes? Yeah. Half an hour, tops? I'd love to know yeah. what he cost. I, honestly, I'd also, love to know what they had to pay him for this.
1: I'd love to know what film he thought he was making because yes. he is, yeah. this, is, this is the epitome of I am acting in a completely different film to everybody else because he yeah. is a different film I think
0: I think both he and Martin Cove just got sides. That's all they got. Yeah. Because it, it's yeah. such like it's a, it's not even a day's work for either of them, right? It's a couple no. of hours' work. So I think they just like it's a couple of hours' work for this much money. Yeah, fine. Send me the pages. Why are they going to yeah. even waste the time reading the script? Send me the pages, and then you rely on the and that's what a good director should be able to do, right? They can show up, know the lines, and then it's for the director to say, okay, this is this is where you are. This is what need to say yeah. this is how we're going to frame it and i need this energy from you and yeah you're right helen in, in the case of eric roberts i think he's, he's blatantly been told by the director right it's, it's a fucking gangster movie like and, yeah. and you're like yeah. you're the bad fucking dude like you yeah and martin cove is just being martin cove because he's had no direction i don't think i don't think they actually know what his character represents again i think it's just another thing that's been thrown in there and they've got ah well there'll be multiple readings for this so you can stroke your chin and work out what he is but the problem is you've cast fucking crease so if you don't tell him what he needs to do you get fucking crease and that makes him a villain especially when it's a fucking karate film you idiots yeah um (laughs) <laughs> and especially
2: when the only time you see him is 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 in these sinister flashbacks where people have been fucking murdered.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, you're not set, that you you're see the murder. That, yeah.
2: But you're you're setting him up to be part of this and no it's the the looking at it the the, the assumption is as I said the assumption is going to be that he's no he's some sort of villain in the piece so he's going to be involved in these shootings. Cuz we know there's been a shooting at this point. We know that the killer wasn't the, the shooter wasn't caught. Which again, this is America. The shooters get shot. That's how it works. Mm. Yeah. You know, they go into a cinema and shoot it up, and then the police shoot, the, shoot, shoot them in the head, and then then worry if they got the right person later. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. He, but he clearly in a different. And, I, and I've just written here as well that he's, he's clearly done like half a day here at most, yeah. and is in his pants. You know it. <coughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, we get my favorite scene in the film yeah, Bar none, and and it's for like all the wrong reasons. You know, this is this is the room level of bad. This scene. Um, yeah. Abby comes home drunk and has a chat with, yep. her, with her new bestie come employee Sarah. Um, and the, her the, life must be pretty fucking empty because you know, she latches onto people very quickly. She does. So they, so they have a bit of a heart-to-heart. To be fair, she, she doesn't do the worst performance of Drunk I've ever seen, but it's, it's almost the worst I've she ever seen. It probably was. It's probably the only way she'd get through the fucking film. She may have been. But the scene itself just kind of limps through until she takes a sip from the mug and just gives the best delivery of oh yuck it's coffee and i i lost it i had to pause the film and walk away because i was in fucking stitches
2: because i, I i'd had one just before that actually so when when they're in the bar with um, when she's in the bar with the psychic and the um the psychic, the psychic, I can't remember how the first part, it's, it's one of these sort of, you know, double double backhanded compliments where the first one is all right and the second one is, and you're an average mother. Yes. And I was like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. That, that's the one you lie about. Yeah. Of course you're doing a good job. Yeah, the kid's not fucked in the head. Yeah. It's fine. He's, he's not going to be shooting up at school when he's, when he's 15. He's, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. Like you're an average mother an of average a fucking woman. hell yeah, yeah
0: just oh, the, the the just the, the mundanity the horrible it, it, it is they are just words to fill time aren't they you know things yeah. like oh yuck it's coffee look the performance should be able to sell that that's a that's yeah. a line you don't need to speak out loud and yeah you should. That's, that's like one of those fucking star wars level things in it where you can write this shit but you can't say it like yeah. and and she can't deliver that. line. there is no way to deliver that line without sounding ridiculous, and yeah. she does. It it's it's the room level bad. It's so, it's it's awful. Um, cut back to to Martin Cove for his his second appearance of three. I think total runtime mm. that he gets is even less than Eric Roberts. I reckon he That's probably like gets two minutes. Two minutes. The portion, aren't they? Yeah, but again, so confused by this character because if he wasn't already creased enough. He yeah. now gets the lines, do you remember how I taught you to fight our creed? You, you could have lifted it straight out of an episode of fucking Cobra Kai at this yeah. point. I've even written like, yes, Sensei, strike first, <laughs> strike hard, no mercy, <laughs> Sensei. Like, come on, what are you doing? Really? Jesus Christ um and right this is where we've already talked about in my next note because she looks at a photo of bob again here and we get mm-hmm. a bit of a flashback of bob and i've just written that we've got to talk about the the fucking relationship between the two of them but we've covered it ad nauseum, yeah. um because it's terrible um but is at this point now and i think it's because we've just been back to martin cove again and he is he is very sinister and you get that presence off him when we come back to the real world again and they're just dicking around on this like fucking sub scooby-doo level mystery that they seem to have invented for themselves Hmm. like this film is totally lacking in threat that's there is nothing there isn't the threat that the kid might fail to get his black belt he doesn't have a rival There's not, like, a cold case that's gone on with Bob that means these guys shouldn't be looking into it because maybe the police have still got some... There's nothing. There's -hmm. there's no antagonist whatsoever. It, it it's just rambling around, what,
1: and let's I mean, not forget it, as well that the kid has, despite his selective mutism and the fact that he has decided to forego all sorts of professional training and literally teach himself, is rapidly ascending up the black belt levels to well towards the black belt because like he's decorating the Christmas tree with them.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Even though he, can, he still can't throw a fucking punch.
0: Yeah, but he, I mean he does basically live in his <laughs> gi, so you know that's yeah. got to count for something, right? I don't think he's well, been to be washed fair, he's probably walking himself. He's probably doing all the karate for it, and he's doing he's doing a lot of push-ups and a lot of sit-ups. You know, so that's got to count for something as well, right? You know, he's yeah. he's working hard. He's saying his prayers. He's taking his vitamins. Like he's he's going to get there. He, he, he is. He's yeah. going to get there. Um I, I, right so so here then is where I I've, I've had enough of the whole Bob thing. I've written right, right. Have I fucking missed this is Bob dead or missing because I don't think it's ever been explained. And I don't know whether this is a murder case or a missing person's mm-hmm. case and I don't think that's ever explained. No. No. Like because no. there's a there's a mass shooting so you assume he's fucking dead. Well but, but, but they're talking mass like shooting, he's and missing
2: there's a sole survivor. There's a mass shooting yeah. with a sole survivor who we know is the daughter. Yeah. Mhm. Because they've already established that she was in a coma and then she woke up. We've already been told that, and we see that in a flashback later on as well. So we know that she's the only survivor. So if she's the only survivor, how can he be missing? He has to be dead. Yeah. That's what those words mean. Sole survivor, and we already know who that is, we know he, did, he can't have survived.
0: But yet they talk as though he may have.
2: Yeah, but, yeah. so he's missing. And it's, it's in the newspaper, the lawyer missing. Well, yeah. why is, why was, is he missing because they think he's in a ditch somewhere? Is he
0: missing? Because they think he's the fucking shooter. Well, I mean, that's Wait, the where the Surely, it? if he's if he's unaccounted for, he'd have to be a suspect, wouldn't he? Particularly he having would. a black belt in karate as well. Yeah, like...
1: and
2: he's there on some fucking gun lobby thing.
1: Yeah, I'm... but he's not got his knife with him because he left that you know, behind when he was teaching the women self defence.
0: Yes. 'Cause that's the knife that he used to carry round to teach women yes. self defence. Well no, he didn't carry it around, he forgot
2: it was in his pocket. Yeah, officer. Yeah. But he I didn't realize that container was open, officer. But
0: they very explicitly had to state that it was because he teaches self defence to the otherwise completely defenseless women folk. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. With the exception of the sensei. Yeah. 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 You know. Um, yeah. And then we take a, a, a fucking hard left turn into Christmas Carol for some reason. They they explicitly yeah. Start where the calling. fuck did that come from? I don't know, but they explicitly start referring to Abby as Scrooge. Um, yeah. It, what? Huh? <laughs> just... Well, there's
2: that, and then the fact that the, the bar is is Christmas present and Christmas future. So what? Uh, where the fuck are you going with it? How did you get to that
0: point? They and why did it take you a bastard hour? And again, if that's what they're shooting for, they did not do enough work early no. because you know Christmas carol works because we start like right at the start we are told who scrooge is as a character and then we explore how he got there before we get any talk of redemption that's why we go to the past first yeah. We have to understand how this person became such a prick. And we don't yeah. know that. We, and I don't even necessarily think she is a prick. Like, they try yeah. very hard to make her one. But from where I'm stood, she's a single mum who's working fucking hard to put food on the table for, a, yeah. let's be honest, a dick of a kid. like yeah. And you
2: know. And not only that, I mean, if, if you're shooting for that and you don't know how to do it. How many fucking times, in how many different ways has Christmas Carol been made?
0: One. There's only one adaptation of The Christmas Carol, and that's The Muppets. That's not an adaptation, all the, that's the fucking real one. All the others, exactly. All the others are just, pff, whatever.
2: But but there, there are fucking dozens of other, no, yeah. be, there, there books have ripped it off, films have ripped it off, plays have ripped it off, TVs ripped it off. There are fucking dozens, if not hundreds, of iterations of A Christmas Carol where you say, right... We want to make something akin to that. We want to modernise it. We want to put this slant on it, this twist on it. But this is how we, this is what we want want to present. Fine, do it don't introduce it after an hour half
0: arse it and give up on it straight away as well or if that's really what you want to do there is a much better film with a much better title where you could just have the dad be dead it doesn't have to be a fucking you know shooting at a cinema you could die of fucking cancer whatever right you could just not be around anymore and the mother is like has then hardened and become a scrooge right and it's about and the the kids trying to impress who right and then you call it a karate christmas carol which is a much better title right Mm -hmm there you go. I fixed your film for you in 10 seconds. Like, if that's what you want to do, do that. Yeah. What is all this shit about the cinema and the clowns? What the fuck? Why does Eric Roberts put the clown mask on? What is that about? What? Well, I don't get it.
2: <laughs> no, I don't either. I, I, I was lost within about two minutes and I never found my way out until the fucking thing finished.
1: And look, The thing that I gets me not... is that it gets worse from this point on as well. Yeah, yeah it does. Absolutely, It does. does.
0: It, it gets actively worse from here on out. Um, yeah. Yeah, so when I texted you earlier and said, what the
2: fuck is this fucking film about? I was probably at this point. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I didn't realise how fucking far I still had to to fall.
1: Oh, so it was before the phone call.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So, all of this needs prologue, yeah? We don't see how Abby and Bob differ at all, but crucially, the kid responds to both of them as well, right? Yeah. It's not like... She was never around, so he was always with his dad. That's... Well,
2: she kind of said that was the case, didn't she? When, when she's talking to the babysitter in the first place, she she's kind of alludes to that, but then there's no evidence of it.
0: No, none whatsoever. So none of it means anything at all yeah um, and
1: the evidence also goes very much the other way for what things are now because every yeah. time that kid's having a nightmare she's there she's in there. the bedroom comforting him putting him to sleep yeah. sleeping along alongside him to being a good her. parent yeah, like, yeah totally. and not only
0: that, like, and a single
2: parent and, and, uh, mind you
1: yeah you know
2: and and his reaction you know, to everything it's not he's dismissive it's not he's distant he doesn't know what to do with it he's very huggy he's very tactile he's you know he's, mm. he's, very, he's very into the fact that this is his mum and she's going to protect him she's going to look after him yeah so totally. none of that relationship works based on what they said, or what they yeah. said doesn't work based on the relationship they put yeah. on the
0: camera. Not at all. Makes no sense. So to, so to suddenly start at the Scrooge just... Yeah, didn't work for me at it makes all. no fucking sense whatsoever. And then yeah, you, you're right. It does get worse from here on out. But we we can just pause for some more hilarity because we get we've already mentioned it, but we get the worst training scene ever, where the kid yes. just kicks the shit out of the couch. And again, why didn't somebody just teach him how to throw a punch? Like, yeah, th- th- it's kind of key to this film. He needs to know how to throw a punch and he needs to know how to kick. Otherwise, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't care whose kid he is. Shouldn't be in front of the fucking camera. Just shouldn't. No. Like, it's about a kid who's learning karate. He needs to look yeah. like he knows karate. Yeah,
2: this this is the beginning of the montage, where he's, you no know, throwing away, punching cushions and mm. kicking bits because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. We still need to see him improve. That's the whole point of a montage. Yes, exactly. I mean, and yeah, we just know, we get this when he's already his fucking red belt or purple belt or whatever he is. So he's already supposedly really proficient, Yeah. but I doubt he can spell karate at this point.
0: Yeah, it's, it's terrible. And then to establish it, for, like again, talking about the montage, this is where we see the belts on the tree as well. And it's like you just build those up through as part of your montage, right? As the montage yeah. is going on, more yeah, and more You start belts with them hanging the tree. first one on, and then you work your way through. Which again, they like they just show up. I, I didn't know what the fuck they were, first of all. Like, you see the Christmas tree? I, I like, kind of guessed because they had a
2: bit earlier about the different levels, yeah. the different colors, and what the order they came in. That's I, So I, I had to sort of know. Take a small logical step, and their conclusions were. But actually, yeah. If you don't, again, if you don't know about karate or don't give a fuck about karate, it doesn't make any sense. They just look like, like fucking towels on a tree.
0: It, it looks yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and we needed to establish him right back at the start when he gains his yeah. first belt. We need to see him put he the belt on there. the tree, so that when we see it now and he's progressed up that many levels, you understand mm-hmm. where he is in his regime. Yeah, it means something. Yeah, but we don't, we, we can't track that at all. So it just looks like a gaudy ass Christmas tree. Um, and
1: if his relationship is meant to be bad with his mother because she's a bad mother initially when he's on the lower tiers of the tree he's putting them on himself and at this stage in the film where the relationship between them has developed because they've both started to grow as people and they've started to rebuild the relationship she's mm. now helping him put the belts in the tree because you know character growth it's a thing
0: yeah apparently not no. Uh well, let's be honest that like they don't understand character at all do they? So, no. you know, why why should Charter, they understand narrative both? visual language? Yeah, yeah. None of it. Um this is worse than Game of Thrones. Um so anyway. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> pushing it. We <laughs> We then, like, as just as a perfect example of this, you know, she's being compared to Screws. She's starting to look around. She sees how wonderful her husband is. She sees how hard her kid is trying. She sees how she's got nothing other than lots of fucking money and a really secure, well paid job and a nice house and, you know, all of that. But anyway, she looks around and says, Have you ever felt like you missed life? And then we fade to black what surely hang on surely if this is the the, like what we're going for this is a key moment isn't it we don't just fade to black
2: yeah she needs her realization she needs to tell the ginger to to stick his job yeah
0: like but no we fade to black uh, because... because I mean the,
2: the whole the, the, the whole thing whereby you know she, so after they got in the bender we've kind of skipped past it she goes on the bender with the psychic and then the following day yeah, she's, she's at in the her office, office the psychic comes yeah. in there's this important meeting and all that sort of stuff so she so she blows off the meeting to go in search for her husband who may or may not be conveniently at the college where the professor teaches obviously um, so we we ha- we get that and you, you get introduced to this boss and he's like this, this really important meeting about applesauce okay fine they're in marketing everything's important I get it brilliant fine. And then the next time we see him, he's, 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 he comes in to give her a ball. Oh, no, so he's already in the office when she gets there. And he's there to give her a ball again because she missed this meeting. She blew off the whole thing except the meeting went fine because somebody else did the work. The presentation went fine. The client was happy. So why is he pissed off? I said, I don't understand because, we don't again, we've not seen enough of her character to see that this is out of character for her. We, we've been told, mm. but we've never seen any evidence that this is what her character is like. So he starts railing on her. She asks the question, do you ever feel that like you've missed life? And this is where she needs to have a bit, her big moment and go, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I missed my kid growing
0: up. I didn't I didn't know my husband and now he's probably dead. So fuck you, fuck you, job. I'm offsky. She needs a Jerry Maguire moment here. She needs to be yeah. storming out of there with the goldfish under her arm like Full on yeah. Jerry Maguire moment, and we just fade to black. And it's simply because they don't have the footage, and they didn't plan for it. Simple as that. Now, I think it's it's it's
2: mainly that, but also I think that they didn't write that they didn't have a competent enough script. Where the guy yeah. went right, we're, we're we're writing the end of the scene.
0: Yeah, exactly. They, they, they didn't. They they just didn't have the material. It wasn't shot, and so they and and then they all of a sudden realized shit, we can't get out of the scene, so we've got to fade because that's all we can do. Like horrendous, absolutely yeah. horrendous. So they fade to black, and then she she's had her realisation. She doesn't want to go to work uh, anymore and waste her life. She wants to find her husband. She needs answers. So she goes back to see the psychic after they've been in the bender at the bar and decided to go their separate ways because they're no good for each other and what have you. Um, and the psychic, for some fucking unbeknownst reason that's never been explained, is wearing a dye cap. I, I, yeah. I What? I mean, where's her fucking Christmas, whipping? It? Like
2: what's... It's Christmas in Yorkshire, obviously. <laughs> Clearly.
0: Like, what the fuck? Like, at some point, some motherfucker, because you know they're probably dressing themselves. At some oh, yeah, point, really? some motherfucker phoned her up and just went like, do you know, I don't know, Did do you, do you remember Andy Cap? I, I think it would look really cool <laughs> <laughs> if you just showed up looking like Andy Cap today.
2: That's what... so it, made, it made me laugh because um, we had the kids' Christmas concert last week in school, and number two had his costume. We, had his reco- no, we, we, we sent him what they told us to send in. And when we went to see him on night two, he was wearing this fucking straw boater for some fucking reason, even though he's supposed to be a New Yorker in the 20s. So for whatever fucking reason, he's got this hat and he's spinning it around and all the rest of it while he's on stage and he's not supposed to be doing it. He's, he's just supposed to be you know, in the background of the scene, but he's playing with this fucking hat. So the following day when, when we picked him up, um, so we didn't go to the, the third night, somebody said, oh, where was your hat tonight? Oh. So we worked out he'd found this hat on day two I just decided to take it on fucking stage with it. Amazing. I
0: bet that's and what yeah. happened here. I bet she was, yeah. I bet she stopped in like a mm. thrift store or something on the way to yeah. set. Oh, that'd be
2: cool. I'll have that. That's cool.
0: I have, it adds a bit of quirk to my character. I think I'll, I'll I'm going to wear a I die cap. I think your character's plenty of fucking quirk anyway. Yeah, but she's just like, I'm, I'm going to wear a die cap. Why not? I'm going to rock it.
1: Or, or she got the instructions of, right, so it's winter, it's Christmas. We really want to give that vibe. So um, just everyone needs to have, like, a winter hat. And they, were, they, they didn't specify. Yeah. They just would have said winter hat. So yeah. everybody else is turning up in their little bobble hats and she's bought that because <laughs> that's her winter hat.
0: Yeah, I mean, either that or she'd just been out shooting a fucking grouse or something. Yeah, I, mean, just <laughs> I don't know. <coughs> It's such a weird fucking fashion accessory, isn't it, the flat cap? Because it it, it just transcends... It misses the middle class entirely, right? Mm. And it just transcends from, like, super high upper class, I've been out shooting fucking pheasants and foxes all morning, to I've just had 20 pints and I'm off on the back of the misses. Like, it, it just misses <laughs> everything in the middle.
3: Like, yeah.
2: It's just... but in terms of hats it's the least fucking practical thing in the world anyway it doesn't It doesn't keep you warm it doesn't cover anything it can get you dry because of the material of it it's fucking pointless let's be honest it's a twat's hat
0: isn't it? and I can say <laughs> this to somebody that owned one and wore one for a period of time as well I remember then I realised I looked like a twat
1: <laughs> shut up yeah
0: oh yeah yeah uh, oh yeah I've, I might still have it I think it's in the wardrobe behind me um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to wear a flat cap for a bit. Yeah, this this was before they came back trendy, though. So I think I was trying oh. to be a trendsetter.
1: I think it was yeah, you were hipster. You were just ahead of the curve.
0: I was definitely ahead. Of it. it was too fucking small for me as well, so it actually threw it to wear. <laughs> <laughs> I still fucking wore it. And then there was a period where I experimented with wearing it backwards as well, and then I looked like a real prick. <laughs> <laughs> in general, I should just never be allowed near any hats. I look fucking ridiculous in a hat. Like, I, they, they just don't work for yeah. me. Baseball caps don't work. Flat caps don't work. The only hat that works on me is a full-on fucking cowboy hat. And you can only wear that when you're on holidays. Because if I wander around my fucking town in a cowboy hat, somebody's <laughs> going to give me a shoe in. So, <laughs> I can only wear them when I'm away and it's really, really sunny and nobody gives a fuck. That's the only hat I can carry off. Anyway, totally off topic. No one gives a shit. <laughs> um where was i die caps yeah so she wanders into the psychic's office is not even slightly taken aback by the fact she's just wandered into fucking andy cap's room um but it's you know crucially she's interrupted a very important meeting because the psychic is delivering a lecture via a teams meeting to people on a beach
1: sentinel island you know what sentinel island is go Sentinel Island is where, I think it happened about the time the film came out, there was the Christian missionary that yeah. wanted to preach the word of God and he was told this is an island you were not allowed to go because they're hostile to outside forces and it's this it's this whole thing of you'll basically kill them all anyway because they've got no immunity to disease and everything else mm-hmm. and it's their own culture and you need to respect their culture and not try and colonise it. And this guy went in and he got like basically shot multiple times with spears, got away the first time, went back a second time and they only had footage from like miles off because that's as close as they they could get of this guy's body being like dragged from the water and like taken off into the trees and they can't retrieve it because Sentinel Island is one of these places you do not go because the the locals will kill you. And that's not a euphemism that is no, genuinely literal. what happens
0: but again here's the problem with the writing okay instead of saying sentinel island or you know it, it, it just put in a geographical location on it or it, let's be honest it could have been anywhere the line yeah. she gives is oh you know it's that island where they shoot people with the bows and arrows whoa like again this is somebody just trying yeah. very hard very very hard yeah. to be funny and it's they, painful.
1: They do specify that it's Sentinel Island because yeah. I picked did up I on that and I was that. like, yeah, oh, she shit. Did, she
0: does reference it. Yeah.
1: And the footage that they've got playing on the TV screen is the footage that they have. They used in the news reports when they were referring to this guy's yeah. death on the beach, which yeah. is of the tribes people on the beach with the spears and everything in hand. Telling people to stay the hell away from them, and I was just like, yeah. "I this is not this is not appropriate to put not in this film." No. So many no. reasons,
2: and just from a just from a clearly practical <laughs> point of view, it's this fucking island where no civil no Western civilization hasn't touched, and all the rest of it. How the fuck have they got Wi Fi on a beach? Right. Where they can do a
0: they can do a fucking yeah. Teams meeting. That yeah. that, but also she's supposed to be in a Teams meeting, and when you see a screen, it's a YouTube video, yeah, not a meeting. Yeah. Clearly not a meeting. Yeah. So why the fuck? is it right where this choice there's meaning somebody made the decision to write this film this cut that footage in what the fuck is wrong with these idiots i
2: i have no idea i mean understand the, 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 the whole thing of showing her screen as well and so sort of seeing what's on you can, you can clearly see it's not what she's saying it is I, I i don't know whether they were arrogant or stupid but they thought nobody would notice I mean, Just because there's, there's, there's clearly some quote-unquote savages on the screen, so that kind of follows up what she's talking about. It must be fine. It's it's, it's abysmal.
1: I, it's, it's so bad.
2: Yes. Yeah,
0: so on bad. On so many levels. On so, so many levels. But putting that to one side... And we haven't, put an awful lot to one side. Well, I mean, you've got to. Because that, that one side is now getting quite crowded. You, you, you've got to, right? Because otherwise... <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Let's be honest. If we didn't have to do this podcast, we'd have all turned this film off, like, you know. Oh, fuck yeah. After about 10 minutes at most. So we would never have seen this.
2: I had it on when Tori came in. I was about five minutes in when the first ad break came on because I I don't have premium. And she she, she asked what it was. And I explained what it I told her what it was called. And she thought, that sounds fucking amazing. Um, And then it came back on. And within about a minute, she said, Why are you watching this? Because I have to. But why are you watching it? Because we have to, no, But why is? I don't fucking know.
0: <laughs> you know the answer to that. I, I don't, don't fucking want know to either. and know. I didn't want to either.
1: <laughs> I mean, to put it in perspective, my washing machine broke last night, um, and so I had to spend from getting home from work to before we came onto this podcast, manually scooping all of the water out of it and then trying to manoeuvre it out of where it lives and then draining the rest of it and clearing out the pump. And that was way more fun.
0: Yeah, sounds way more fun. I mean, anything's yeah. yeah. way more fun than this. So, right, right, let's put the fucking savages to one side. Um, they get back on the case. They end up in a bar again because they they seem to have established now that they're a couple of old glasses. Oh, because Christmas,
2: Christmas Future is going to be there. Christmas
0: Future is going to be at the bar. That's right. Yeah. Um, even though, you know, this Scrooge thing literally got, like, dumped into the script 20 minutes ago. um, just And then forgotten about. Yeah. So they're going to the bar for Christmas Future. Now, we haven't really talked about the psychic story that much, actually, and hmm. I think it's important because, as I say, she's the only character, I think, that actually has anything resembling an arc. So we find yeah. out that the reason she's teaching and the reason she didn't really want to get involved is because... Uh, she met the love of her life and before they got married, she had a vision that showed the love of her life dying after they were married. So she decides that if she doesn't marry him, she can change the future and hopefully he will survive. And so at that point then she realized that the gift of vision is actually a curse and she doesn't want it and and all of that. And so that's her story, right? So she's, she's kind of using her gifts now begrudgingly. So they go to a bar, and she runs into her should-have-been-husband. Not ex-husband, because they never got married, Um, but her should-have-been-husband. And then she has a complete break from reality, is the only way I can describe it. Because she's then at the yeah. bar, deciding that... Because she's being seeing Bob as alive and she thought that her husband was dead, even though she said earlier that the reason she didn't marry him was because then he might survive, but she didn't know. Anyway, because he's now apparently alive, by some weird fucked up logic, that means that Bob is dead. Yeah. How does that work? It doesn't. Okay, good. Because it's in the script. Good. Because I thought I might have missed something again.
2: No. Because, again, it's at this point she introduces this whole thing of, I've I've had visions of him dead.
0: Which she's well, never okay, said, has she?
2: You've never said that before. No. Because she said at the whole reason... what point does that ever
0: come up? The whole reason she didn't like using her gifts and being a psychic was because she didn't want to know. Because yeah. she was worried that he was still but... dead, or she was worried that he was alive, and she's missed out on the life mm. that she could have had with him.
2: Yeah. Now, at what point does this become something you can turn on and off, by the way? I, I guess it's... Her deciding she doesn't want to see it anymore. I don't think it works like that.
0: Well, look, she could still see stuff. She would just she just wasn't following it through, was she? She was just ignoring the visions. That's why when um, Abby comes to her, she's like, no, fuck off. I don't want anything to do with Bob. I've been having the visions, but I've been ignoring them. I'm a teacher now, so... It just doesn't make any sense. No, it sense. doesn't. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever, um, but, yeah, whatever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and, and again, Abby, who's been on this, you know, this... I, I I want to use the phrase journey, but I use it very begrudgingly because she's literally started at point A and finished at point A. Um, but she's very accepting the fact that clearly her husband, who she thought was dead anyway, but she wasn't quite she wasn't quite sure, within 20 minutes she was convinced, oh, he's still alive, and we'll do all this running around and fuck assery and all the rest of it. And then, oh, well, if he's alive, Bob must be dead. All right,
0: then. Merry Christmas. Thanks yeah, so much. Yeah, she, she just accepts it. And, and we get our moment of realisation here. Like, it... it they write it uh, in such a way that you know this is almost her kind of final moment of sex self-actualization where she's like i don't yeah. need <laughs> any of this i don't need bob and i don't need my job i don't need any of this because i've got my kid and we're going to have a lovely christmas together and that's important that's the important thing right we're still mm-hmm. here we're living in the moment that's the whole idea except it all falls completely flat because we don't have the groundwork we don't understand what she's lost what she's turning her back yeah. on we don't understand any of it so you're right mark she hasn't gone from point a to point b she's gone from point a to point a she hasn't fucking moved at all nothing has happened in this film at all other than the psychic has found her husband again and so she has closure except She doesn't because it seems to set her off on just a complete fucking mental breakdown. So, which is stupid because it had it played out
2: the way she wanted it to. Like She sh- didn't marry him, yeah. Therefore, he didn't die the way she saw.
0: She gets a bittersweet a ending, right? She should be okay with this instead of then yeah, going, like, "Oh no, this means everyone else is dead or whatever." I don't. But it doesn't matter because she gets invited to Christmas dinner and then randomly, in a like completely 180s, and goes from being totally miserable and drowning a Sorrows to be in peppy as fucking. Well, oh, no, it's fine. My parents are down from out of town, and we're going to have a lovely family dinner together. What, eh? Yeah. You, because you were super depressed a minute ago, that you were now lonely because you didn't marry this fucking chucklehead. And that was fine, actually, because your parents are still around. So I don't fucking know. I don't know what anybody learned. I don't know what anything was... But anyway, she gets invited to Christmas dinner, turns it down, and then gets basically told she's coming anyway. Um, Yeah. So essentially, because I think they needed to pad out the last scene with people. So she shows up for Christmas dinner at Abby's house where the kid... By the way, does anybody know the kid's name? 'Cause Yes, it was annoying. I God. didn't write it uh, down, and so I can't we, believe We've
1: missed a bit. We've missed the phone call because the oh. phone call was...
2: The bit where he says about, Do, remember when I told you <clears throat> to fight and all that sort of stuff, that's when he makes yeah. the phone call.
1: It's, it's so where he, like, it's yeah. where he ph- phones like the ultimate karate sensei, and they have yeah. the conversation. And the the fact that this random 10-year-old is phoning him in the middle of the night to tell him that, you know... He he needs to step up as a sensei and like as a karate thing. And although he's only ten and he he theoretically has phoned up for advice. He actually ends up like lecturing the the master um because he psychically knew the guy's number because you know, it came yeah. to him in a fucking vision.
0: No, isn't isn't that the whole thing with remember what I taught you and all of that though? Isn't that yeah. that's that's that bit. We did talk <clears throat> about it. It's, Jesse. Yeah. Jesse. Jesse, Jesse the, it. Jesse Genesis.
1: Yes, of course is this... it
0: is Genesis because it's Bob Genesis as well. Yeah.
1: yeah. Jesus Christ! This, this this is the point where I was I had just completely lost what the fuck was going on, oh, I, and I, I was so confused.
0: I don't think anybody knows what's going on, but thankfully we're rocketing towards our conclusion. And and, and I'm still fuck. I'm living in some sort of hope, right? That at least, whilst it won't be good, I I at least think there may be an ending here. Like yeah, that's so you expect them to wrap it up, don't you? Yeah. Um, so we get to Christmas dinner. It's Christmas Day. Um, the grand And it's okay because she's, she's not cooking. Her parents, her parents cook. are cooking. So the grandparents are down. The psychic comes as well because she's been told she's got to come to witness the kid gaining his black belt, which he's going to do on Christmas Day by breaking a plank, right? In front of no, like, no, impossible witnesses. This is the thing, right? Because I, I don't know what the rules are. Maybe breaking a plank is, is how you get a black belt. I I don't know.
2: Right. It's part of an assessment, I'd imagine, but I'd imagine
0: so is, like, the fighting You've got and the technique and being got witnessed. A, right, because... Uh, you've got to do routines I, and stuff right yeah
1: i would have thought as well you need someone that's like actually a professional to say you, yes yeah. you've done that that's, correctly. What, that's what i mean yeah yeah you don't yeah. just
0: like decide because otherwise i could just say now right i'm a black belt then because i did yeah. nobody witnessed this i just yeah i, I just <laughs> chopped my desk in half and now i'm a fucking black belt in fact yeah. i am yeah. wearing a black belt so i see mine's brown <laughs> why i'm, not? Di- I'm, I'm <laughs> right? disappointed now why i'm i'm fucking lying i'm not wearing a belt at all i'm not even got there's <laughs> <laughs> an image for you listeners I do, I do i have pajama pants on i'm not like sat here in the in the nud or anything uh anyway i've got gone, gone off track so he's gonna break this fucking plank with his hands. Yeah. Right. And if he does so, remember that what what this whole thing has been building towards. If he does so, it's gonna bring his dad back. Yet the mother and the psychic both know that the dad is not coming back because the dad is dead. They have both categorically decided in the last scene that the dad is dead for whatever reason.
2: Well that's how it works. So if two, if two people agree that somebody's dead, then they've gotta be dead, right?
0: Well and, and also like the like everything we know and like the law of averages state that he's Probably fucking dead, right? And the very first discussion we had when this film opened was Dad's not coming back, suggesting that he's dead. So everything leads to him being dead. Now, before we even get on to what happens, not a single one of them comes up and sits him down and goes, Right, Jesse, just so you know, I think it's really fucking great. The dedication that you've shown over the last five Mm. days is incredible but you need to understand that sometimes life just doesn't work out the way you want and you should focus on your achievement because what you've done yep. is amazing and you can build from this and go on to be a fucking prodigy and your dad will always be with you and he'll be always be watching and i'm sure he's super proud but just focus on your achievement and like somebody needed that cuz this is going to yes. break this fucking kid in two never mind breaking the plank like he, yeah. he hasn't spoken for fucking 4 days he's done nothing but do sit ups like i beat up the couch and beat up the couch yeah like somebody needs to say to him like whatever happens just, yeah just in case whatever happens we love you you achieved something amazing like build from that right yeah no no one has that discussion they're all like yeah go on break the fucking plank do it break the but plank. no instead of that they
2: have a discussion about whether women are capable of holding a plank oh yes while it's that. being punched
0: there's that as well yeah there's that because the, the granddad has to hold the plank because he's the yeah. man yeah. he's the man yeah, yeah. So he has to hold a plank. So Jesse fucking breaks the plank, which means he earns his black belt. And Bob runs through the fucking door and the film
1: ends. No, hang on. I'm going to pause you here because Bob runs through the door and he's all just like, yes, you did it. And so I managed to escape. Because this is the crucial thing is the dad's explanation for where he's been. And the reason why he's not been with his family is literally just... And now I was able to escape. So...
2: Was that what the call sent Island was? Was that where he was? Was he trying to
0: deliver Christianity? I'll be honest, I missed this entirely, probably, because I was just shouting, oh, fuck off, at my TV. <laughs> yes.
1: So there's, there's yeah. two readings of the line, hmm. I managed to escape because you got your black belt, either because they somehow, like father-son bonds, he was able to overthrow the person that had him kidnapped and had him trapped... But the dad is a black belt, and also teaches self defense to women and all the rest of it. So, just exactly who the fuck was he up against that
0: well, he couldn't? see not say. only that, not a woman, if he'd been held captive for a twelve because months, if he'd been up against a woman, w- he'd have been fucked, wouldn't he? So, well, yeah, because well, he taught him self defense. But
2: not only that, if he's been held captive for a year, he's remarkably well fucking fed.
1: Well, yeah. So then this is this the is the thing. second reading which ties into the reason why we've had all of this psychic shit and this shining stuff. And the fact that the child has been psychically phoning sensei masters, because as we know from the levels of karate, this is giving you greater degrees of enlightenment, like AKA you're actually now in like a Chinese Kung Fu film where it's not just you're good at a martial art. It's a case of being the top of your your martial art, therefore gives you the ability to be immortal and transcend world realms and like be one with the gods so his dad actually was fucking dead and was caught in purgatory but because the son is now a black belt he's able to re- spiritually reach through the void and bring his father back to him and i don't know which reasoning is worse to be honest with you but it's I, one I, of the I, two. I, I like
2: your interpretation but i think you're giving them far too much you know, fucking i think credit.
0: i think helen's actually bang on the money there they just aren't able to sell that um, but I think, of course, there, there is there is the third reading, um, which which I think may actually be what they were going for, which is that, of course, the dad was kidnapped by an evil carpenter and trapped in a plank of wood. And when, <laughs> <laughs> when Jesse was able to break the wood, he broke the spell from the like, wood nymphs that were holding him captive. And in a magic cloud of sawdust out pops Bob and he's a real life Maybe. dad all over again. Um, no, th- it's plausible as anything else. I think you're right, Helen. I think that is exactly the t- and, and that's what I'm talking about when I'm going about what they think they're making here and all these readings yeah. and they throw all of this random symbolism in and all, of the, you know, the dark cinema and like the theater of the mind yeah. and the psychic link and it's all in there but they just don't piece any of it together because I don't think they know what any of it means. It's literally somebody sat there going, that would be cool, that would be cool. And I bet bet if I put this in, somebody will think it's this or somebody... No, because it all has to be informed by your narrative. And then if we can get some extra layers of subtext in there, brilliant. But none of this makes any fucking sense and it feels like it's been made up on the spot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because... As you both know, like, I have gone hardcore into all of, like, my Asian, like, TV and films and, like, genres and stuff. And I am lapping it up and all of the story and the culture and building it all up. And just the the crappy pseudo-Eastern sort of mysticism that they were coating around this whole karate thing just smacks of, we're going to give it an air of, and there's all these these other levels and meanings and everything to it. But without actual any understanding of like what the actual culture and the representation and what these things actually are, it's a case of this is just this is our, this is how we're going to serve up our ending, and this is this is you know, keys to enlightenment stuff, and it's a case of that's not how it works, that's not what it is, and if we want to talk about stuff that smacks of racism.
0: Oof doesn't it just everything Mm -hmm. about this film smacks of racism sexism like the only the only thing they don't touch on is homophobia really they 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 do leave they do leave sexuality alone but everything else and and like you said it's it's almost it's worst because they clearly know what they're saying and try to get in front of it um oh my god what a fucking shit show what a fuck i'm so (laughs) sorry guys what a shit show (laughs) Um, it, this, I think and I've thought about this a lot like I said I watched it a couple of days ago and I've thought about this a lot since then and I genuinely think this is the worst film I've ever seen ever I, I, yeah I'm, I'm yeah. going to
2: offer my congratulations to Battlefield Earth and all the other shit we've watched for the show because they've all just been promoted one yeah
0: totally yeah
2: this is quite possibly the worst thing I've ever seen it's
0: yeah. it's worse than Mortal Kombat Annihilation I think and that's yeah. that's saying <clears> something because at least that has a certain kind of bad movie charm mm. this is entirely charmless it has no redeeming features you can't even really laugh at it like no it's no ugh however there is a sequel yes there is, there is a sequel well, it's not a direct sequel no but it's it, it's i guess if you like in the christmas miracle universe um mm. the same writer most of the same cast and crew went on to produce a wrestling christmas miracle so maybe listeners if you wish for it hard enough and you write in maybe just maybe we'll subject ourselves to that next year
1: but then maybe, maybe. fucking not
0: eh let's see i
1: mean i mean if you you want to seed it just let them know what the actual like premise is because when you pitched it in the whatsapp i was like that sounds amazing but i'm aware of what i've just watched so i'm yes. not buying it
0: well this is the problem isn't it because as good as yeah. the pitch sounds you yeah. know that it's like because the pitch for this sounds good so the the official uh synopsis for a wrestling christmas <sighs> miracle 2020 so one year later Stupid crooks hold the only copy of a youth's movie for ransom while his father's away in Africa staging a wrestling-based coup. I mean, if that doesn't sound amazing, now I did a bit more digging because I, I was like, "You're not you fool me once. Shame on you! Shame on me! You're, you're, <laughs> yeah. on me. Well, you're not you're, like I'm, I'm going to do some more digging on this just to make sure I know what we're getting ourselves in for." So the miracle is that the kid shoots this movie because his best friend is in a coma. And if the best friend laughs on Christmas Day, he will awake from the coma. So the kid decides to shoot a funny movie for him. As you said, Mark, I'm not sure these motherfuckers know how a coma works. (laughs) (laughs) also quicker cheaper and easier tickle his bollocks i'll make him laugh and he'll wake up job done uh yeah that would that would probably do it you're right but making making a film seems rather convoluted um yeah the kid is also an unbeaten wrestler with a streak um that so his nickname is the phenom he's an 11 year old unbeaten wrestler his dad is also a professional wrestler It sounds like the same shit, but with wrestling. But with wrestling.
2: So, I have a question. How does a wrestling-themed coup work?
1: (laughs) I really want to know. How do you overthrow a
2: government through wrestling?
0: I mean, yeah, I kind of want (laughs) to (laughs) know.
2: That's the bit that's piqued my interest, because I'm thinking... I can't make in my head can't make that work. I cannot get my head around the fact that it's a wrestling themed. (laughs) I think
0: I think what you do is you just you you get to like the the highest up echelons of government. So like you you get to the, the absolute dictators at the top. And I think you like put it. You put him in a sharpshooter or something, right? And you, you smack just, him like, with the head you, head the chair. You make him tap. That, that's that's yeah. got to be it, isn't it?
1: But it's also it's blatantly not going to be in the film if it's happening in Africa because they haven't got the budget to go to Africa.
0: I was going to say something then, but I'm not I'm <laughs> You know what yeah. I'm thinking, listeners. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah, completely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe. Yeah. Maybe we'll look at that next year. We've got a year to recover, so Yeah. Let's see. We're gonna need it. Yeah, let's see. Um okay, well I guess i I I think it's I think it's moot, isn't it? But we, we've got to go around the table and ask the question, haven't we? Yeah. Um
2: well do you wanna start then Chris? Is it better than Mario?
0: No, it's not better than fucking Mario. Um I honestly, my, my closing comments on this film, I, I've just written that I where do I fucking start? I, I don't know how to talk about this film. I, I don't know what level to approach it on because it's just such a shambling mess i don't know what yeah. any of it means as i've just said i think it's one of the worst films i've ever ever seen in my life um it's, it's not just worse than mario it's worse than fucking everything it's it's an abomination i fucking hate yeah. this film with a passion um i would rather watch mario all day long like i would you could i would rather watch mario for the rest of my life than watch this once more sure ellen more about yourself
1: um i am very much in agreement with chris um just what, what 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 even the fuck was this like i mean i don't mind doing a little bit of lifting to sort of like read into a film i think i yeah. tend to give things a little bit more slack on that front than chris does in terms of like how much you give me like i i'm quite happy to sort of say oh maybe this is what they're going for and this is the interpretation and kind of like mentally rewrite the film as i'm watching it just to try and give it like a little bit more narrative coherence and as long as i'm having fun when i'm watching it or it's like well shot and the sound's good that doesn't really phase me but like this one there is you you just can't you just you just can't unless and the only options you're sort of left with was is this what's going on because no just no that is not an acceptable answer so yeah this yeah, this is probably the worst thing that I've ever seen, and I will probably be nicer about Mario in the future.
0: <laughs> there you go. Something good came out of it. Changing hearts and minds over here, in this film.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, that's what this show's for. <laughs> okay, Mark. I mean, for me, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I sent a message to you guys earlier on, which I think I had about 15, 20 minutes left, which... Um, I don't need to read it. I can remember the wording exactly. It was, what the fuck is this fucking... What the fucking fuck is this fucking movie? Fuck. Mm-hmm. I f- in t- in 82 yep. minutes, I found precisely zero redeeming features in this film, apart from the fact it ended. Yeah, that that is the best thing about yeah. it, and, but it's there, not even a good nothing, ending. No. Um, literally, I, when the credits came on, after I shouted, what the fuck, for about the 15th time, I was like, oh, great, it's finished. I can turn it off now. And that was it. I Normally, you can think, oh, well... The story was crap, but it had this that, and the other good. Or it, you know, the 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 story was alright, but it looked like shit. Or there's normally something you say it was this, but I can give it credit for this, that, and the other. The only credit you can give it is that they they made it. Somebody put something down. Somebody got a camera behind something. Committed it to uh, to to whatever digital media they've used and stuck it on the internet for the world to see. That's about it. And I don't. I, I won't say that people didn't work to get this thing done, but it didn't work really fucking hard.
0: Well, that's unfair. We don't know. Maybe it was. No, hard, we don't
2: know that. It. That they is just, unfair. But and they just are completely yeah, I mean, talentless. That's a possibility. <laughs> there is that as well. I was trying to be nice about it, um, but yeah, I think it's,
0: that it, was it, nice. just... that's as nice as I can be about this film.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and, and and that's the problem. I I cannot find anything remotely redeeming about it whatsoever. I didn't care about any of the characters. There was no tangible story. It didn't go anywhere. And yeah, by the time the end came, um the T V was lucky the remote was the other end of the sofa. Because I would have fucking launched it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking awful. And uh, it?
2: yeah. It's just this is literally the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I can't I can't say any more than that really. Um I'm not going to encourage people to write in and tell us we're wrong oh, no, because do, I don't do, want to have that. Argument. If
0: you can put a defence up for this film, give it to me, please. If you <laughs> If you're anything it, like if if you're some sort of fucking masochist and you're involved in this production and you've got this far in our podcast and you have some notes and you have explanations, a uh, so Tell me what I've missed. Tell me what yeah. you were thinking, please. Yeah. Tell us why
2: you've decided what you decided, because we can't fucking work it out.
1: Yeah, I hope the pizza. But was also. Good. Be aware that if you are writing in because you're involved with the film and you're writing in to say, shut up, my dad made the most amazing film ever. None of us are scared by the fact that you claim to have a black belt.
0: <laughs>
2: also, I'm seven foot tall, weigh 300 pounds. So come at me, kid.
0: And we know you can't do karate. Look, I'm not. <laughs> this is, We're not going to pick on children. That, that, that's, no. a that's a bridge too far. There's a bridge too far. Um but yeah, yeah you let let us know. Let us know.
2: <laughs> yeah, um as as always, let us know what you think. Um I would love to hear any sort of defense of this film because it will be fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, as always, get in touch on Twitter at ddpodcastnet You can go to our website, ddpodcast.net, but you can also get our previous episode of this show and other shows as well.
0: Wherever you get your podcast from, subscribe, leave your message, we'll be back to you rest of your time. Until you next time. Have a safe, enjoyable, and karate free Christmas, listeners. And we'll see you in 2024.
1: Have a good new year too. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.